Well, good day, Yadzi. How are you, T-Bone? Looking great. That's the way, mates. What's going on? Well, mates, uh, I was just packing me board bag over here. I think I might move to North Korea. What? Mate, I was just watching a documentary on uh, Netflix last night, and uh, North Korea, the communist government, they give each male uh, beer tickets, five litres per month on the government. Beer tickets? Beer tickets, mate, for free. And I thought, well, no one's giving me free beer over here. Well, mate. I'll tell you what, as he... And, uh, mate, I, I figure there's probably plenty of uncrowded surf over there too. Not many surfers and uh, free beer. Anyone want to come with me? Mate, I wouldn't mind going to North Korea, but I might just stay here because I've been enjoying, just lately, uh, Cheeky Monkey Beer. Cheeky Monkey Beers are delicious. What about you, T-Bone? Well, guess what, Adzi? This episode is brought to you by... Cheeky Monkey Beer, you beauty. And they've got a new double IPA hazy coming out. We'll have a crack at that. Maybe I'll unpack me bags and get up to their vast brewing facility. Oh, get Dennis Robert on the phone. Let's get him over here. G'day everyone, welcome to Baltip Podcast. It is a supreme Saturday. What are you, what are you talking about, Adzi? Um, no, it's not Saturday, it's Sunday. We are in... Actually, mate. We are, oh, it's Monday, jeez. Long weekends in WA. Who would know? Who would know? We are back in the share quarters this week and stoked to be here. We've got a lot to talk about. We've just come off the, uh, the second annual Twin Fin Tango event held in the beautiful southwest of Western Australia. So we've got that to talk about. There has been an absolute shit ton of Wazzle content, uh, Wazzle stuff happening, so we want to talk about that. My name is Namu, and I am joined this week, as usual, by T-Bone. Hey, mate. G'day, Namu. Great to be back. I had to use yesterday as a bit of a lay day just to get over the Twin Fin Tango, but um, yeah, mate, great. It's been pumping heaps of good swell here locally, so it's been awesome. Speaking of lay day, um, congrats to Jamie from lay day. Is it lay day co? Lay day co, yeah. Yeah, he's co-sponsored the twin fin event and gave every lucky punter that entered a beautiful towel that he makes check them out they're amazing they were awesome towels the old wife claimed that pretty quick yeah mine too but you know that's okay keep her happy um and obviously as usual we've got adam kenny adzi hello mate g'day boys how are we fighting fit and here comes the rain oh well that's more than i can say i'm not fighting fit i'm two weeks out of surgery but uh he's had a knee reconstruction the boy and he's uh Still got out of his sick bed today to come and join <laughs> us on the, the podcast. So good on you, Adzi. Yep, that's no, good to be back in here. And uh, we haven't been in here for a month uh, since we had Woolly in here last. We yeah, that's right. Re- re- we released the Albine episode, which uh, got great feedback from yeah, everyone. Love yeah. Al. How could you not lo- love Absolute Al? He was a legend. cracker, Adzi. Well yeah. done on that one with Al, mate. Yeah, cheers, I mate. I saw so. Albine the other day, actually, and he was, um, yeah, he was stoked to actually be involved and happy to have a chat about things. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so that was good. So that's given us a month to uh, review and watch stuff on the internet. And so it's been a month since our last uh, uh, podcast, if you will. So yeah, we've got plenty to waffle on about, don't we? Yeah, haven't been to Share Quarters for a little while. So it's good to be back. We've, um, like I said, we've uh, had the Twin Fin comp over the weekend, the Twin Fin Tango. 
congrats to Kyle and uh, Robbo for putting that together and the Yelling Out board riders. And um, yeah, just enjoying a cheeky monkey pale ale here. I, um, yeah, so absolutely delicious beer. Lovely stuff. Yeah, no, the Twin Fin Tango was awesome. That was my first outing. Uh, I went down on crutches. Everyone set me up with a nice little leg rest. I had an esky with a couple of jumpers on top to Beautiful. put my leg up and got to commentate and watch it. Mate, the surf was pretty damn nice. It was sort of three to six foot, sunny, offshore. Mm, pretty big periods. Uh, yeah, big period. The direction wasn't epic for that no. location, but it was still some pretty fun waves. And I tell you what, after being on the couch for two weeks uh, <laughs> watching TV and putting icebacks on it was pretty uh, pretty good day for me to get down there and waffle on it was sick yeah we'll certainly talk a bit more about the twin fin event shortly uh and um what i do want to have a bit of a chat about right now is been like, like i said a shit ton going on with the wsl t-bone what's been happening mate and what is going to happen well i think most people would have heard and read about the wazzle update the uh the wsl has announced the uh the osleg coming up Four, four events, yeah. Newcastle, North Narrabeen, Rottnest Island and uh, Margaret River. Rottnest Island. So what's the timing of the events? I think it's New South Wales first, isn't it? Yep, two events in Newcastle, North Narrabeen in April and then we've got uh, obviously Rotto and Margs in May. So uh, w- I'd like to say well done to uh, Surfing Australia and uh, I think Andrew Stark sort of leads that particular region, the Australian Pacific region of actually you know, keeping the tour alive and getting our events happening in, in, in Australia. So uh, hats off to Surfing Australia and, uh, and and all the staff and crew involved in that. It's been an unbelievable effort. Yeah, well, um, we won't jump the gun too, too quickly because it may not happen still, but what's your thoughts on an event at Rottnest? Because, I mean, as we all know, it's a pretty sort of... Um, it's a A-class reserve, isn't it? So, fragile ecosystem. Yeah, fragile ecosystem over there. So it's been interesting to see what that, what that sort of foot traffic will will sort of what sort of impact it will have. Well, well Namu, it's no spectators allowed. It's a broadcast only event. Yep. Uh, and I must say, you know, for the folks that are outside Australia, Western Australia has probably been the hardest in in managing or in mitigating COVID. And we have hard down hard down lockdowns after one COVID case. So yeah. to uh, to give the the Wazzle uh, pre-approved travel bubble into the state, pre-approved Mark McGowan must bubble. be a what is he? Was he a boogie boy or a surfer? <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he looks like a frothing litter, I reckon. <laughs> oh, he does, doesn't he? Or potential just, just some Andrew Wedge teenage goat boater back in the day. Oh. That would have been his era, wouldn't it? Sorry, Mandra, people, for yeah, blowing yeah. out your spot. No, nah, that's right. Yeah, mates, uh, it could be tricky. Um, it's not. We're not going to know until they touch down in New South Wales, really, are we? And we'll see how they go there. Um, hopefully, they can get in there, do their two weeks pretty uh, without any uh, crazy stuff going down. And then, you know, you'd have to be pretty unlucky for us to, to close borders with New South Wales again, but it can happen. We've so, got to prove... Pre- New South Wales and WA have given the Wazzle a pre-approved travel bubble. So okay. whether the, the so what does the, that mean? Well, whether the bubbles, so the bubbles, the borders close or shut, the surface can come in and out. Oh well. Wow. So no, no double quarantine, regardless. I'm not sure about that now. I mean, obviously, they when they do come in, apparently the Wazzle have, have set up a charter flight from I think LA or San Fran into yep. Sydney, so they'll do the 14 day quarantine and. And get on their Xboxes and uh, or, or watch Netflix <laughs> or uh, or take a leaf out of Dave Macker's book and uh, don a robe and play get some tennis. Out. Just play tennis for two weeks straight in your bedroom. Good yeah. on you, Dave McCauley and Bronte McCauley. So, yep. um, is am I correct? You know, I heard that 
the Wazzlers chartered this plane and then they're on on charge on selling seats to the athletes. Is that correct? Yeah, I read that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, two and a half thousand US one way. Uh, I think that's right. Economy. Um, and obviously, if you want to fly business or uh, first class, maybe Kelly or Gabby be out the front there. That's a real uh, almost like a psychological blow straight off the bat before they even touch down in Australia. It's like. Okay, us big dogs are up the front. <laughs> exactly. You strugglers are down the back. You know, just like an NBA bus with Michael Jordan at the front and yeah. or at the back if you want it's to be whatever. Like, yeah, mate, those guys struggling are just copping a kick More in the like guts. More like the Alex Ribeiros and the David Silvers. We sit in the economy. Oh yeah, they'll be right down Last the back. Last row by the Dunny. Yeah, one of them will be stashed away in their board bag. <laughs> well. Um, Will, Will and Cardoso might be too afraid to get on the bus. Yeah, exactly. Hey boys, I did, I did have Stop a, I did have a thought today. Um, whether Mitch Thorson will come out and coach Kelly at Rottnest. Oh yeah, I know yeah. Snakes coaching Rottnest. I asked him at the Twin Fin Tango. He said he is coaching Steph Gilmore and EE. EE, Ethan Ewing for Margie's wow. and Rottnest. That's right. That's coming right. out of retirement. Yep. You heard it first. Is that common knowledge? Are you allowed to talk about that? Too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time we put our foot in it out we don't, here, but we that's don't what get, we do. We don't want to get in trouble with Snake. No. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. They're going to charge them for that. And um, obviously the Margie's event is going ahead and there's going to be spectators. So I think they're Two and a half thousand. Two and a half thousand. At the Margie's yeah. event. Awesome. Yeah. And, yes. the, and the, w, the um, WQS is already off and running over in New South Wales, mostly Aussies, but... There has been a couple of little comps That's running right, over there. That's right, Apparently, it's been the most stacked QS 1000s ever. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, yeah. every day, you don't get Julian Wilson and, you know, a couple of those sort of top level CT guys rock up to a QS 1000 at Boomerang Beach. Yeah, cool. Um, but they had three, you're right, as you had three qualifying series along the New South Wales coast. Yep. Um, and I know they've got the Vistler Pro this weekend. Just H- how many of those have been finished? Uh, three have oh, been three finished. Three have already yeah. been finished. Wow. They had the Great Lakes Pro and they had the Port Stephens Pro and then they had the Mad Max and Maroubra. So, um, so yeah. funnily enough, a couple of those um, young Aussie blokes that generally do well in those events, even with a stack field of um, taking out the chocolates there. That's right. Yeah, Reef Hazelwood took out uh, the Great Lakes, Jake's oh, yeah. and Jackson Baker and Dylan Moffat. And then we had a... Couple of uh, couple of young ladies, Molly Pickman, Kobe Enright, and India Robinson take out the take out the women's uh, events. So, yeah, uh, good on you, Grimes. Well done. And uh, I had a look at the QS ratings, and uh, Maddie Banting's leading at the moment. From oh, last right. year, from the Newcastle and Manly events. Twenty, yeah, yeah so yeah, so carry over. Yeah. yeah, so. Uh, hey, mate! I saw a cool name there in the WQS list. Another young up-and-coming surfer. And, I, you know, I, I love a he cool loves, name. He loves a cool name. I love a he? cool name. Mate, does it get any cooler than young Taj Stokes? Mate. <laughs> you got to be Stokes. <laughs> you got to be Stokes to be Taj Stokes. Taj you? Stokes. Mate, mate, and, mate, Taj is one of the most stoked humans on the planet. Now some young kid kicking around, throwing his hat in a ring at the QS. His name's Taj Stokes. Mate, I, I'm all for him. Bloody I oath. am Stokers. Mate, oh, boys... Just, just uh, on the Wazzle news, on the Wazzle front, obviously Bells and Snapper has been removed. Um, yep. Like to know your thoughts on uh, whether you think this opens up the field to those sort of mid to lower tier surfers. Uh, well, you know, going to Newcastle, North Narrow, oh yeah, I suppose, un- unknown it, it, hunting grounds for yeah, some of those I gotcha, people. Yeah, and also Shifty Beach Break, more than likely small, up, y- you know. Uh, yeah, no, it will be vastly different to 
you know, people like Geordie Smith and um, some of those people that have just got uh, John John and stuff who have just got bells on lock when it's six foot and they really oh. can throw the spray around. I mean, yeah, throws uh, easy, throws a bit of a lifeline perhaps to some of those less capable surfers in those long runners where, where, the, where the, the cream really stands out and you're just going into some small shifty beach break and all of a sudden everyone's haggling and struggling. Yeah, could mix it up a bit. Yeah, could can get quite good though. I think that. Oh, it can as, as can Newcastle. So they all can, but they just yeah. not as consistent. Yeah, I don't yeah, think, yeah as that's a Bells right. or a Margies or. Damn it! Another year, another year without seeing Geordie rip up Bells. It's one of yeah. my favourite things. The Bells to watch is Geordie Smith out there. He's I know. So I wonder. Geez, that rain's coming <laughs> down well, in the southwest. Absolutely and, uh, pelting, isn't it? We'll see how we go. Yeah. Hey, just on those events, did um, did Paddy O'Connell set them up before he left he left the job? Oh, I don't reckon he did. You boys heard the news. I reckon, yeah. I, well, I don't. I've got absolutely nothing to base that on. But I reckon he he was um, yeah. He saw the writing on the wall with the wasl and went, "I'm fucking out of here. I'm joining back up with Bob Hurley." Which uh, is that what he's done? I think that that might be what he's done. Not sure. I yeah. think so. I think so. And obviously, uh, Paddy's been replaced by Jesse Miley Dyer. Hey, um. Just on the Oz leg, and let's hope that we uh, complete the Oz leg. Uh, the boys go to Brazil after that. What's what's the likelihood of Brazil running? No chance. Have no idea. Haven't even thought about it. Haven't looked at it. Yeah, seems uh, way too far away. There's I more chance of me making it through a heat at the Tango next Tango. year's Twin Fin Tango <laughs> <laughs> than, uh, than Brazil ha- happening. So absolutely no chance. Hey, speaking of mere weather, uh, the great Mark Richards. Um, I don't know if you remember, but uh, many episodes ago, uh, we were talking, I, I mentioned how he seems to be spraying all these boards in his carport. Yeah. And I just thought, how is our four-time world champ, national hero, you know, master craftsman, why is he in his carport, you know? And uh, so I thought I'd shoot him a text. Uh, he's such a nice dude that he replied to me very politely. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can. You got him on speed dial, have you? Oh yeah, no, just good old Instagram, oh, uh, mate. And I just uh, I said to him, you know, love your work. I've got one of your boards, all the rest of it, blah blah blah. And I asked him why he's spraying in his shed, and uh, he said uh, that he just sprays his personal boards in his driveway. He actually shapes in a small factory bay, and all his glassing and spraying is outsourced. Um, but it's just his personal boards. And then I thought, well, since I've since I've got a line with him here, I might as well ask him his thoughts on um, the CT coming to his local. Nice. And he said, uh, yep, he's absolutely frothing for it, obviously, um, being a competitive madman oh, that he is. he'll be down there. He lives right there. He'll be down there. Um, but unfortunately for surf fans in Newey, I think access will be limited due to COVID protocols. Assume the WSL will want to be extra careful as it's the first event. That was a quote from the great MR. So he's excited, but like everyone else, he's not holding his breath, I guess. Cautious. And I also just quickly asked him, do you surf? You still surfing lots? He said, yep, still surfing heaps, but the crowds drive me nuts. <laughs> so there you go. A couple of quotes from MR. Exclusive, and, and mate. On the Way CT. As they would do. Town. As they would do. They drive everyone nuts. So you um, guys are a couple of, a couple of um, West Australian island locals uh, growing up surfing on a... On a little island, uh, not far from Rottnest, yourself in your in your young years. So, what's your guys' take on the? Call me the Mitch Thorson of uh, Shoalwater Bay, mate. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> Penguin Island. Um, but uh, so, what's your guys' thoughts on on taking it to Rotto? Mate, I reckon the right hander could, you know, 
we're going to see some potential massive punts. Yep. You know, uh, it, it could suit someone like John Philippe. You know, this could be a Philippe event, a Rotto. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. At the right size. It's yep. a little bit like Trestles on a reef, isn't it? Yeah. It just allows that big punt. I mean, obviously, I don't know nothing about that, but it's, it's going to be interesting. It's uh, obviously Gabby's going to be deadly as usual. But um, I'm thinking Philippe might just he might do something here. I know yeah. he's been a bit under pressure there, but uh, it's been pretty quiet for a while. Haven't seen many clips coming out. Wasn't in Hawaii doing too well, and yeah, could be time for him to bust out. You reckon? Well, up or go to the Quokka Arms and bust out there. <laughs> <laughs> a lot yeah. of people bust out of the Quokka Arms. No, I reckon it's a great idea uh, to go to Rotto. Um, Same. Yeah, okay, it's not as good as Snapper or something like that, but hey, they're struggling to get a tour together since you're over here. Well, the waves that they have at Snapper generally for the comp aren't that good. Yeah, so, well, that's it. They get, you know, it just depends. It's all luck. But um, All they need is a bit of swell, some north winds, north north winds, and they, um, yeah, they'll be good as gold. I've got a question for you, as you and yourself, Namu. Okay. Obviously, Lennox got shit-canned by the uh, by the locals from Lennox. You did? Yep. So, uh, they did actually... Well, I don't I don't think it lasted very long, but they uh, they might have considered uh, heading up north for one of those uh, Wazzle events. WA up north? Yeah. Obviously, um, I don't think they went too far with it. No. Um, from what happened at Lennox. So what are your thoughts on that one, Adzi? Nah, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, it's always that 50-50 thing, isn't it? You want to watch the comp, you want to see good waves, but then... Like everyone else, I don't want them blowing out your spots in your backyard and, and things like that, you know. So, um, And then just same deal with that fragile environment. They just really struggle to get anything over the line, either in the Barry or Toomey's or anything like that. I think you'd be really struggling. Um, you get a lot of opposition, same as Lennox. And, mate, I've sort of got a little bit of an emotional attachment to Lennox. Um, you had do. Had a couple of quality... Um, Sorry, we're just having a few <laughs> microphone malfunctions mate, this here. thing is fucked. Yeah, that's all right. Maybe I'll just hold, hold it, it, mate. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a bit of an emotional attachment. had a couple of cracking holidays there with the family. <laughs> Ended up naming uh, my second son after you the did, joint. You did, mate. You did. <laughs> and um, I really love the vibe. And it, it really feels, in the last couple of years in particular, that it just seems to be the place to be yep. in almost the whole of East Coast now. It's just so many people... Moving to the area, I think it's got a lot to do with, you know, the internet and COVID and everyone working from home and everyone's like, well, shit, we might as well go to the Northern Rivers and set up shop there. And, you know, so mm. they're following, you know, they've got a lot of the same problems with mass development and, and yeah. urban sprawl and the, and the houses getting priced out of all the surface range and all those standard things that's happening in anywhere that's good. Um, so obviously I can understand where all those guys are like, mate, we're... we're we don't need any more exposure. We got enough already. So you, you know, you know, you understand both sides. What I was surprised it. is the actual board riders um, were super keen to have it. Um, yeah. It was uh, obviously the local surfers or even non-locals that weren't keen. Yeah. The but board riders club scene is a very, very small percentage a, yeah, of people that's a, actually surf, though. That's right, exactly, and that's something that you tend to forget. I reckon. Yeah. Is exactly that that just because. Their board rider says, yes, mate, as you say, that's probably 5% of the surfing community. There's a lot of yeah, people who have never 5%. been yeah, in a board rider's bloody comp in their life yeah. and they don't give a shit about it and they just want to keep surfing the point. They don't want 
everyone else coming there and, and then mate it's busy there anyway so yeah, yeah, if yeah. i could draw a comparison to north narrabeen i mean D- damien hardman two times world champ tom carroll yeah two times world champ yeah we want it here it's yeah. in the city though north narrabeen it's in city in you know oh, and i just think if you had a couple of world champs and uh someone with a bit more uh i don't know well, social mate, power owen wright's living right there he might not be a world champ but geez his sister is two-time world champ he's Finishing top five, his brother's pushing the envelope and they live within 500 metres of the joint. So I'm sure it would be interesting, actually, to find out whether he wanted it or not. Because he might not might not have. Tyler Wright would have put a, put a knee right through the Wazzle's face. <laughs> All right. All right. On the- Cards on the table, talking about this sort of thing. If, you, if it was up to you to have the Murray River comp on each year, T-Bone, yes or no? On each year, as as someone that surfs down here, I don't want to hear your reasons or anything else. Yes or no? Yes, yes, yes. Hundred percent, love it. Okay, all right. I'd but, I'd, I'd be hundred percent no. You you don't want it. I don't want it. All right, Damien, no, I want no. to ask you this question. Trig point. Yes or no? Fucking yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, there's, the difference is is that, mate. How often do you surf Margie's main break? Never, but it's the region. Yeah, but when I, I understand when it was a QS. And you used to have like 250 of yeah. the world's best surfers. No, I appreciate that. but it's, And, and it's, then they have all their hangers on and that. And all of a sudden, like, man, it's it's hectic everywhere. Yeah, it's hectic But when it's, it's the top 30. Everywhere. It's, it's hectic everywhere now. I know. That's yeah, the whole point. I don't know. I love the comp because I just think, mate, it's the world's best. You're getting to see them and it's not taken away that it's much. It's more than that. It's, yeah. more than, it's more than surfing. Now, it, I just wanted to... It re, uh, no, I just want to emphasize that that was a yes no question. There's yeah. reasons for and reasons against in my own mind. So, yeah, okay. You know, there's obviously advantages and, and good things that I love about it. But, um, yeah, I'll put myself on the spot. Yeah, fair answered. enough. Yeah, no, All fair right. call. Right. Hey, boys, just a quick one. We'll go to Bronte's Beats about now. Um, Bronte, Newcastle, North Narrabeen. Let's say the whole Oz leg. Just give me a couple of minutes. Now, me, what are your thoughts on uh, predictions for Bronte? All right, North Narrabeen is obviously left. Um, at times, it can be quite similar, I think, to a certain break that she frequents uh, quite regularly um, on the right swell and, and direction and everything else. So I think she's a chance for a semi-final at Narra. Um, Newcastle's a bit more of an unknown. Um, she won the QE 6000 there, Nemo. Exactly. What am I thinking? Yep, she's probably semi-final there as well. Um, Rotnest, I don't think she's actually surfed Rotnest. There was an interview I thought I read, I read that somewhere. I don't somewhere. think she went there. She was 13 or 14, but yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Hey, D-Mac would have surfed it 10 million times. So Well, we know, we know what Bronte does. She gets people on her side to help her out with these sort of things, so... She'll no doubt be speaking with Mitch Thorson and other people, probably Wayne Jaggard, and uh, find out what's what's the go there, and she'll probably get a pretty good result there. I just think that she's um, she's ready. We always say she's ready, but I think she really is. And um, yeah, she could be top five leaving Australia. Mate, cross fingers. We're we're definitely uh, you know supporting Bronte all the way, win or lose. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to having a chat with her after the leg. Adzi, what are your thoughts on Bronte for the Oz leg? Yeah, uh, mate, obviously Margie's and uh, a big chance. Um, Rotnest, even if she hasn't surfed it, I just still think she's going to have the home court. 
She's not going to have travelled as much. She's got a dad and every single other WA guru in a corner. Yep. Uh, the water, everything looks the same and the water's the same temp. I don't know. I think it's got to help. So I like her chances. Familiar feeling, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, so I like it. Uh, it. Mate, it's anyone's guess as to what happens on the East Coast because like we were saying before, it could be six foot and rifling or it could just be one foot gutless wind slop, you know. So um, mm. it's a bit hard to pick that one. But um Mate, on those uh, comps, back to those, funnily enough, I spoke to Jacob Wilcox just briefly as well the other day. He's out there over you there. You are the roving reporter lately. I know. Oh, well, I may have been on the couch. I've had nothing yeah, else to Kelly, do. Channel 9 News. Yes. So uh, he's over there um, battling away in the, the QS 1000s. Um, I asked him whether there's been any talk of any wild cards for him as yet in the uh, in the Margies and Rottnest. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be good. Could it be worthy? Well, actually, three of the four events are sponsored by Rip Curl. Are they? Yeah, except the, for Mar- Margies' is Boost, yep. Rotto and North Narra and Newcastle sponsored by I guarantee by you he's getting a wild card. Really? I'm putting it okay, there Okay, right so, now. yeah, well, I said, is there any word? He said, nothing yet. I said, but obviously... You're hanging around in New South Wales and going to make yourself available. And he said, yep, that's the plan. I'm over here. Fuck yeah. um, I'm, I'm ready. If I get a last-minute call, I'll, I'll obviously jump on it. Yeah. Um, now, as far as the Margie's comps goes, he won the Classic. And when you win the Classic, Ooh, yeah. you get a spot. I thought that he might get a spot straight in. In the round of 16 in the trials or something, isn't it? Uh, no, you get a spot into the trials, which okay. is a bit... Of a slap in the face because he would have got a spot in the trials anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's a bit of a bummer that he doesn't just go straight through. I reckon through. he'll get a wild card in that too. Mate, the way he was surfing at the Classic, you saw it. Um, I did. It'd be pretty hard to beat out there anyway. So with a bit mm, of luck, he, he, he could go win through. the comp. Seriously. If, oh, 100%. if he was on the onshore market's left, he'd win it in a half. the conditions that for the Classic, <laughs> it'd be pretty hard to beat him. He was, yeah. you know, turning absolute... Cease eight foot slop oh. into rippable waves. So that ten he got in the final was unbelievable. Yeah, it was pretty well, cool. That'd be sick so. to see Jacob in the in the so, Oslex. Yeah, you never know. Could that's cool about the rip curl? I think thing. we might have to um, start a hashtag Jacob for wildcard. Hashtag yeah, hashtag Jacob. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cheaper for the wildcard. Bring it on. Pretty cool. So yeah, a bit of froth there, and uh, mate, obviously Jack Robbo will be be pretty keen to get out of Margies and. Don't know how much time he's done in Rotto, but same deal, familiarity, all that sort of stuff's got to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I'm super excited by it, and um, yeah, mate, it's, it's just the whole Rotto thing. I think it's such a great idea. It's mate, it's a bloody, and I know you talked about the right hander before, but I was over there not that long ago, and mate, the left was pretty damn good. Like, yeah, I definitely. Yeah. It wasn't. You know, it's not world class, but she's it's probably B grade world class. Shit, it's probably shit fun. It's probably yeah. the better. The left is better. Oh, it's than the better the right. wave, yeah. but it's. I don't think the punts will be there. But man, it's got a pretty decent barrel on it, and then like two or three turns. Can get pretty big too. Yeah, and holds and mates perfect time of year. Get loves nice a northerly swell. in May. May yeah. loves northerlies. Big swells could be pumping. Could, could be yeah, pumping. And they'll, mate, no, I'd really love it if they went to a certain break, just on the other side of the island, that requires a big west swell and it's an open ocean bomby and it's just a. Unknown beast yeah, shark of mitigation a thing. Oh, now, I've, now, I've actually got a story about that now, break, but I'll tell you that now, later. Let, no. While we're on there, let's let's, let's move the uh, agenda around. Let's let's hear about your story about that certain bay. Okay, well, look. Okay, so this bay may bay. or may 
Go, go over to sleep, whatever, yeah, mate. No, yeah, yeah. You guys just go for a nap. No, one has he got to <laughs> I'll stay. Just, I'll just go get the dinner ready. <laughs> okay, so this may or may not have happened, obviously. Um, mate, uh, I was over in Rottnest uh, about a year or so ago having a family holiday. You know, got two young kids, all the rest of it. Took me boards over there and, uh, mate, hadn't had much surf time. And then finally I decided, yep, the swell's up, big swell. Uh, offshore conditions and uh, at this break and I thought yep. that's it I'm riding out to the other side of the island it's a good wave but it's fickle it's fickle yeah um, and it's a beast of a thing but, oh yeah it but is sharky <laughs> as <laughs> it's sorry, it, yeah sorry <laughs> it Gabs you can't it, is. it breaks about 900 meters out to sea so um, but anyway uh, mates so I'm like yep it's finally my time I'm going for a surf and just as I'm deciding this and I'm getting my bike ready because so, it was midweek, no school holidays. Where were you at this point on the island? Oh, just in Thompson Bay, okay. bloody suiting yep. up, you know. So like, it's a fair, fair ride. Fair hike, getting my board ready, my bike and your backpack. It's a full mission. For those that yep. don't know, you, you don't just jump in your car. It's a, you know, it takes about 45 minutes. It's, to, it's a 15k ride. Back, yeah, back yeah and up forth. and down the sand dunes. Yep. And yeah, so I'm, I'm getting ready and it's midweek, no school holidays. So it's actually really quiet on the island. I haven't nice. seen any surfers anywhere. Yep. Uh, and then this older guy is about 55 or something like that, 60. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, mates, uh, you going for a surf? And I was like, yeah, yeah, why do you surf? He goes, yeah, I've been here all week. I've been looking for a surf, but there's just no one around anywhere. And <laughs> just sort of, I mean, hang them with the missus and I'm going to go tomorrow. Just a disclaimer here, Rottnest gets fucking crowded. It does, so yeah. This is full midweek. Carry you know, on, carry on. Yeah. Uh, it was probably the first week of after, of spring that wasn't bad weather as okay. well. It had been like winter had been rolling through. So anyway, mate, this, try to keep a long story a little bit less long. Um, mate, we shoot up to this other guy's house. He's like, I said, yep, yeah, we're going out to this bloody bommy on the other side. He goes, righto. So we drive up to his house, ride up to his house, grab his board, and we take off. And we're making friends. He's this guy from uh, Perth. His name's Simon Monteith, just in case you're uh, listening, mate. Uh, how you going, Simon? He, he was a good dude. Uh, he, mate, he just retired. And anyway, he's, he's hanging out and living the good life. So we ride over there. And then we're peering out to sea. I've never surfed this joint before, neither of his, he. And he, he grew up in Perth and, you know, he's, he's looked at it many times but never surfed. And I'm like, yeah, it looks pretty good out there. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good, pretty solid. And we're like, I'm like, yeah, six foot maybe, you know, maybe Ooh. the touch bigger. Yep. He's like, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, something like that. i got a 610 Jerry Lopez uh, single fin, bit what? of meat in it, right? Uh, Lopez replica right, off, okay. off the original Lopez I have. Yeah, yeah. So I've got that. He's a Perth surfer, mate. He pulls out a 6'2". He's 58 years old. It's got fuck all liters in it. 22 liters. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Here we go. So anyway, we're not, we don't say, and I said, I think we did the old, look, mate, you know, the wind was just a touch side shore, but still yep. clean. It was like cross off. Tends to be pretty cross shore there. Yeah, it can time. be. And I was like, no, nah, look, let's just go out there, mate. We're here now. We'll, we'll get three waves. We'll come in and we'll feel better for it. Yeah, Three okay, waves so, is a surf. Yep, exactly. So we start paddling out across the lagoon. Then you get up on this bit of reef and you jump off and go into the deep water out the back and, and, and head out again. We get out there and obviously it's a lot bigger than it looked from fucking up on the dunes, you know? How big are we talking about? Uh, it was a very honest eight to ten foot of <laughs> open ocean, deep water. So nobody out. God, no. No one yeah, even yeah, yeah. looking at us. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one even coming past. And uh, yeah, and just, but it's a real deep water beast that just rises up on this bommy and yep. it's really i was stunned at the power in this wave and it's this huge tp out the back that rolls into this massive barreling inside shelf and i was like 
Holy crap! I got I got one really good one. I, I didn't get a tube, but mate, the power behind this yep. thing, I was flying, and and old mate didn't get any. He was sitting on the other side <laughs> of that section because he's mate. He had absolutely no chance in the world of catching a wave on that board, let alone being an average Joe surfer like me and him. And he's a bit older, and so he sat down the end. He tried to get a couple of just, and I'm talking like you know, in the last twenty percent of the wave, he shoulder sat, hops. Yeah, total shoulder hops. But um, mate. I got two waves. I don't even think I got three. And we both decided that, yeah, I think we got caught inside by a couple of sets. And we, That'll do. Yeah, and we thought, yeah, I think we're done here. That was good. And we rode back and we had a laugh and um, we had a beer at the end and it was bloody awesome, right? So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty pumped. I've had my first surf of the holidays. It was pretty adrenaline filled and new, new, new wave and all that stuff good for times. me. So I go down the pub with a few mates. Um, Quokka Arms. And the Quokka Arms, yeah, mate. And, it's uh, Rodness Hotel these days, I think. Yeah, yeah, lovely establishment. So we're down there having a few drinks and bumped in a couple of other people I knew and uh, blah, blah, blah. Justin Redman was there actually with his family, said, said hello to him. Um, and anyway, then this guy comes and hits me up uh, from the table. He goes, mate, is your name Adzi? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, how you going? What's your name? Yeah. And he's like, no oh. No autographs today. No, I know. Yeah, no autographs. I'm with the family. No, but he goes, mate. Well, you, you're the guy that's on that Honestale beer commercial, aren't you? And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so uh, he's going, mate, uh, can I get a photo? Me and me mates were watching that thing going. He's from How the East good. Coast. How good. And he's like, oh, my mates, will think, we all thought it was hilarious. You're an idiot. You know, like, I'd love to get a photo with you. Send it back to the boys. They'll think it's the best thing ever. And I'm like, mate, no worries. He's a legend. What are you doing here? Start chatting to him. Turns out he's on his honeymoon, right? Oh. He's legend of a dude. His name was Chris. So shout out to you, Chris. You're a fucking legend, mate. Um, okay, Chris. Hopefully you're not divorced. Well, mate, I wouldn't have been surprised by the end <laughs> of it, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so, mate, he was a lump of a lad, 6'4". Uh, I said, what are you doing? Honeymoon. I'm like, you legend. He's come to WA for his honeymoon. He goes, and we're doing Rottnest for however many days, and we're going to Yelling Up for the rest of our honeymoon. I'm like, mate, I live in Yelling Up. You're a legend. Good on you for coming to WA for your honeymoon. And this is pre-covid by about six months so yep. uh it was a good effort by him he you know he had the choice of going anywhere and he they decided to come here so anyways mate let's go for a surf let's go for a surf and i said i'll pick you up out the front of the bakery at six o'clock meaning i'll meet you there on my treadley my push bike and and i'm like mate we'll see how keen this guy is you know he's from the east coast uh you know sure enough i get there and mate, it's like you're a grommet again you're, you're these grown dudes and you just you see him there, he's all got his helmet on and his bike, his board under his arm and all your wetty in your backpack. So anyway, we ride out to this joint and we're, and we're having a chat on the way out and this and that and the other. And, uh, mate, he's, he's only just got married. He's come straight on his honeymoon. We, and he's telling me the story about how he went surfing the day before his wedding uh, for his bucks with his mates, copped uh, a fin to the back of the head and he's just got this big cut in the oh. back of his head. And he's, he, uh, the, the nurse said something like, you've got two options. We shave your head and give you stitches or <laughs> we um, just put staples in. And apparently his missus said, there's no way you're having a shaved head for the wedding photos. <laughs> give him the staples. So he got the staples. Mate, he's still got the staples in his head at this stage, right? Um, but he's, he said, oh, no, it's all good. I got told I can surf or some, some shit like this. And I'm like, okay, guy's a bit of a weapon. You know, oh, like, here we go. He's a fucking legend. And then he's telling me, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he starts, he says something silly like, oh, yeah, it's not very sharky out here, is it? Is it? It's like only sharky down south. And I'm sort of, mate, it's six in the morning. We're uh -huh. on the other side of the island. I know there's going to be nobody coming. It's going to be yeah. us. And no I know he doesn't even know where we're surfing yet. And I'm like, mate. You would have had all your shark mitigation stuff uh, on. I, I did, but, m m mate, yeah. mate, we're talking about the sharks. 
uh, well, he wanted to talk about the sharks, saying, oh, it's not that sharky and rotten nest, is it? I didn't really have the heart to tell him that it's just as bad, if not fucking worse, because we're 20Ks off the coast now. Uh, and let alone that, we're about to paddle 900 metres out to some deep black water bombing at six in the morning. But I figured there's no point talking about that at this point in the day. I want to surf. The waves are pumping, like four foot, maybe six foot, something like that, and really clean, spitting barrels. I'm like, wow, it looks sick, you know? Um, and I want to get him out there. So I don't really want to talk about that. I just say something like, oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. I just trail. I don't think I really answered the question. I can't remember. <laughs> but anyway, so then he, he goes, oh, mate, you know, when I split my head open, I got quite a lot of blood on my wetsuit, but it's all good. I cleaned it out, like, uh, before I came over here and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, as I said, this dude's really big. He's 6'4". He's got this light blue purpley covered wetsuit that all his mates call him grimace from mcdonald's a big purple dude and um mates he uh he pulls it out and starts unraveling it and mate it's this light blue purple wetsuit he turns it inside out and i swear the whole front his whole chest and half his belly is just orange with blood you are kidding mate it is stained blood there's about a liter of blood still in this (laughs) wetsuit i'm looking at it my eyes are popping out of my head i I don't say anything so i don't want to freak him out but i'm like holy fuck you'd have to pay me like i'd be calling it right there oh mate i wouldn't if it was my wetsuit i wouldn't have done it i wouldn't have have sent him out first no mate I, i figured well it doesn't matter if i'm out there with him he's the one that's bleeding like a stuck pig like anyway but mate i've got Shark shield on and some stripes and that on my board. So I'm hoping that my shark mitigation is going to basically counteract his... You've got um, the underwater drone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to counteract his basically burling up of the water <laughs> that he's going to do. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. But, mate, the waves are pumping. And I'm like, same deal. Let's just get out there, have three waves, you know. Three waves is a surf. There you go. And uh, I think we've heard that before somewhere. <laughs> but, um, mate, so we get out there, same deal. He's on like a 6'2", pulls a 6'2", thruster out of his bag. You know, the guy's about 115 get volume, kilos. Kids, get some yeah. volume. I'm on my 6'10", knowing full well that yesterday I was way undergunned on it. I could have used an 8'10", um, you know, and a couple of mates that were keen to mark out the peak. But anyway, um, so we paddle out there and we start the paddle out. And he's telling me, oh, man, he's so excited. And he's honeymoon. He's in Rottnest. He's... Surfing uh, with the guy from the beer commercial. He's never surfed a wave <laughs> like this before. He's just grown up surfing little city beaches and stuff like that. Never surfed an offshore reef before and all that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, mate, we'll be right. We'll Here be right. Go, we'll just get a couple quick ones and then we'll head back to our families. It's all good, you know. Um, so, mate, we get out there and straight away, as we're paddling over to the lineup, we just get cleaned by oh, like, this eight foot death set. Good time. Just pummels us, pushes us back to the reef. Sort of blows the cobwebs out. I'm like, oh, shit. Stand- standard issue. It's bigger than I thought it was. You know? <laughs> would have burled the blood up. Would have <laughs> yeah, bubbled the blood out of his wetsuit. So, Pink mate, we, we, we're just like, okay, reset. Let's go again. You know, it's not a problem. Um, so we paddle out. And then same deal um, as the day before. Mate, he hasn't got the equipment. He hasn't got the experience in these waves. So he's just sitting on the other side of the barrel section down the end. And I'm like, mate, that barrel section is too sucky and gnarly. You need to be on the other side of it. Um, so I paddle out to the peak and I'm trying to, mate, you just got no landmarks out there. You know, you just, it was black water. It was deep. You know, the sets are infrequent, but when they come, you're just like, fuck, where, where am I? And so anyway, I, I see a couple and I'm sniffing around and I'm getting closer. And then I just go, yep, I'm fucking on. I put my head down. It was like a six or eight footer. 
I'm like fucking going for it. He's just watching from the end of the wave. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll show him how to, how, to, how to get it done, you know. Mm. Mate, I just get fucking pitched <laughs> so hard. Like one of them ones where it throws you out horizontally in the air before you start dropping down. <laughs> and I got fucking annihilated. Like the worst wipeout I've had in years, I reckon. Like really violent, long <laughs> oh, hold God. down, knocked the wind out of me a bit. He's obviously just had a bird's eye view just going fuck who is this idiot like he can't he's like fair enough he had a go but he's shit he, from the honest yeah, he can't surf at all he just took the heaviest fucking wipeout he's probably ever seen in his life you know and i'm like oh fuck so i'm mate i paddle back up and i'm just like fuck that was heavy and he's just like fuck man it's so fucking gnarly out here fucking <laughs> i'm like yeah yeah no nah, it's pretty gnarly but look mate we'll just get a couple i'm still trying to, i'm trying to convince myself as much as i'm convincing him and Mate, we paddle around and and he's we're, we're dodging sets and I'm trying to and he's not helping me mark out at all because he's literally 80 meters down the line. So um, he's trying to scratch in at the very end bit and I'm trying to get some and I'm dodging sets. We're not doing too well. Then you know then you got these long weights and we're just sitting there and that was just all quiet and we're sitting there and it's dark water and it's early in the morning and tinges of red. Oh, mate, with tinges of red. And then I just felt this overwhelming feeling of, fuck, mate, everyone's scared. We're losing the battle here. <laughs> I turn to him and I go, Chris, hey, mate, come on. It's time. Let's pull our fucking socks up. Let's fucking get one good wave each. Come on, Chris. Fucking, yeah, come on, Chris. Hey. Let's fucking. Let's and then do it. Let's do it, mate. We'll get one each, one fucking wave. Fuck the three waves. We're getting one yeah, and we're getting out of here, right? <laughs> and he's like, he loves this idea. He's like, fuck yeah. Oh, he's like, mate, I really needed to hear that. I was starting to fucking wig out there a bit. And, um, and, he's, and I'm like, don't worry, mate, I'm, I'm wigging out a bit too. It's not super comfortable, you know, like, but uh, let's just fucking, let's fire up, mate. Come on, you know, so we fire yeah. each other up. And then I fucking, I went for one more and, and yeah, I, I think I just um, took off and went straight and he got caught by the set, the wave before the one I went and, and got washed in and he's standing on the reef. We're sort of, it's not really standing here in like, like uh, thigh, dye, thigh deep water. It's a bit of reef and then it goes back to deep water. So he's standing on that, and I'm just like, yep, yeah, i got a straight close out, and I'm like, okay. Oh, no, sorry, mate. I missed one of the most crucial fucking parts of the story. Oh, what? Yeah, so just after that pep talk, come on, mate, fire up, pull your fucking socks up. Come we on, wait mate. another five minutes, and then out of fucking nowhere, this massive black sea monster fucking just breaks the surface like a meter in front of chriso's face he just shrieks and squeals with (laughs) fear i turn around and go oh no it's fucking happening again i'm freaking out mate it's the biggest fucking sea lion this fucking monster of a thing like one ton behemoth has just broke the water and he's just like "Ah," screams (laughs) fucking flat out and then goes that's it, that's it, I'm fucking done, I'm fucking out of I here. I want to go back to Sydney. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fair enough, mate, fair enough. So he starts paddling in and that's when he gets caught by the set and then I catch a closeout. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking staying here now by myself. This is definitely getting too freaky, you know, like scared the shit out of me, scared the shit out of me. And in my head, I've just got this fucking thing going on like in the newspaper the next day. It's going to be, man on honeymoon gets eaten by a shark while surfing on isolated reef with man from beer commercial and i'm like fuck is that that's a headline if ever i've fucking heard one you know like wouldn't be the first time mate. oh mate i was freaked out so we're all freaked out we do the long paddle back even the paddle back's not that comfortable like you're still a long way out and you know you're out of the waves so anyway get back in mate he's like high-fiving me i think he actually hugged me like there was a fair bit of um relief he's just like mate i can't believe we made it back in 
And uh, I'm so stoked. I can't wait to tell all my mates about this. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck, that was such an exhilarating experience. I can't believe we made it. We're like embracing on the beach and shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty heavy. We're having a laugh and we ride back. We end up getting a lift back with the ranger. Um, he was doing his laps and oh. the ranger's like, oh, it's not even that big out there today. Just claiming it, you know. And we're just like, yeah, well, it was big enough. And took some photos, mate. It looks like absolutely perfect. It, was, it ended up being six to eight foot and it was perfect, but it was just really... Really heavy, a really heavy wave, yep. um, deep water, surging reef. It was fucking mental. Anyway, you'd think that'd be the end of the story, wouldn't you? It's been going long enough. Fuck. Well, I don't know, mate. <laughs> well, you we just don't change take... uh, fucking cards. <laughs> yeah, I ran. I filled up the first SIM card, yeah. so apologies for any differences in the middle of the story there. Uh, but then I know he's coming down and yelling up, and it's this bombing swell come, West Swell, you beaut. said, mate, you've got free access to anything I want. I said, you're going to need a bigger board. Help yourself. Go to my shed. If there's any way I can help you, because uh, I, I was still in Roto for a couple of days. I, I told him where the spare key was. I said, if you need anything, go get, to my shed. Get down there, mate. Yeah, take any fucking board you want, mate. You're a legend. We're, we're brothers in arms now. Sukasa, Mikasa, Sukasa. Exactly. So anyway, we get down, um, and then I come back down like a day or two later, and the swell's perfect. Four to six foot yelling up main break. Good times. Beautiful. I'm frothing. I'm on my seven nine singly. I ended up loaning him the six ten Lopez. It was pretty much brand new at the time. Mate, what a guy you are, seriously. Yeah, mate, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this guy. It's Azzy from moon. Honest Ale. Yeah, and, he's, uh, and, and so we've met up for the Dawny at Yowls. It's pumping, like pumping, howling offshore, typical four to six Yowls, but really good shape. I'm like, mate, you need a bigger board. Take my Lopez. At least you'll be able to catch a wave. So we go out there. I'm on my 7.9 and, and he's on that. Anyway, mate, the waves are pumping. I've got a couple of crackers. And then after about 20... 25 minutes i've seen him sitting didn't come out the back he copped a few sets on the head and then he's gone and i'm like oh he's not liking it he's had enough he's gone home i surf for like another two and a half hours because it's pumping you know and uh anyway then i come in and mate he's still sitting down at the bottom of the showers there waiting, waiting for, for me you. just go oh how is your last one i pulled in a tube and you didn't come out and blah 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 but what a sick wave thanks so much like oh, the waves are pumping he goes Look, and I said, well, what are you doing? Why are you in here? It's fucking cooking. You got the board. He goes, oh, mate, to be perfectly honest with you, I still had a bit of an issue with the size. I'm not used to this sort of shit, you know? And I'm like, yeah, fair enough, man. No worries. Who gives a fuck? You know, like, at least he got out and had a crack. And he goes, yeah, I got me ass handed to me out there. I'm like, did you? And he's like, yeah, I was trying to fucking duck dive a wave. And the, the white waters just grabbed the board and just smashed it into my face. He goes, look at this. He turns. He's got this huge black eye <laughs> and a cut under his eye. And I'm like, fuck, how's me board? Oh, no, your board's all right. I checked the board. I'm like, and I'm just losing it. And he's about to head back to his, um, to his villa with his missus. And I'm just going to be like, mate. Your missus hasn't met me, but probably like many of my mates' missus, they're probably going, you stay away from this guy. What's this guy trying to do to you? He's trying to feed you to the sharks. You're scared out of your wits. You go down there, you come home with a black eye. What the fuck's going on? And anyway, that's the end of my story about Chris the Honeymooner and uh, right, an Offshore so Reef. Let's There's just a- talk about this quickly. So within the space of a few days, he's cut the back of his head open, bled yep. profusely into his <laughs> wetsuit, not cleaned it out, yep. gone and surfed one of the most sharkiest spots Literally in the whole world. Oh, yeah. With you, six yeah. to eight foot pumping, yeah. but yeah. clearly outside of his comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. Then you take him out at Yowl's. Yeah. Oh, sorry. At a, a secret location. Yeah. And he um, fucks him up. 
fucks himself up with a big yeah, black eye. out of his league again, big black eye, and off, oh. off the rest of his honeymoon. Little, and, uh, little wonder this missus gone, get Adzi out of here. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus. Uh, no, we still stay in touch after that. Uh, not much, but we have a few texts here and there. Shout and out to Chris O. Yep, Chris O. You, You're oh, a legend. Hey, it was bloody Hope, great. What hopefully a, your eyes healed up. Yeah, yeah, and your head, and hopefully you got rid of that fucking wetsuit. There you go. <laughs> right, well, uh, you guys are... If you're listening, you listen to the Barrel Surf Podcast. You're here with Namu. We've got Adzi and T-Bone in the shed quarters. Now, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Twin Fin Tango that was held over the weekend. We've got a little bit of um, audio that we're going to show. Uh, listen. Uh, listen. Uh, listen, but do whatever you do show with audio. Sort of put it in a way. It would have been embarrassing if we won and I didn't even get away. <laughs> well, here we are, T-Bone. It is the it Twin Fin Tango. Impressive. 2021, I think it is. That's right, isn't it? 2021. Where the last 12 months go, Nami? I don't know. So, um, mate, semi-finalists today, T-Bone. Yeah, one better from last year. I had two secret weapons today. Um, what, what were your secret weapons, mate? Well, a 1978 Elmeric-shaped board. Um, what? Tommy Curran actually had his hands on it. Did he? So thank you to uh, Wazza Boys from Coastal Ice Surf for uh, lending me that. And also... Do you know what? Shout out to Wazza Boys, Coastal Life Surf, all your surf requirements in Bustleton and the areas around. Now, we also got a shout out to my partner. He, he I surfed a 7.0 long twin thing and it just went like a dream. Mazza, doing it Mazza. again. Two years in a row, you guys teamed up together out of the hat. So that's... That, Knowing each other's strategy and so forth, obviously did well for you. So how was the mighty barrel, mate? How'd your team well, go? How'd your day go? No, we had a shocker. We out in straight sets, uh, but that's something I'm used to in these days. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got a few people around the table here, so we might have a chat with uh, Sammy Morrison's right next to us. Do you want to put give Sammy the mic? The, we've got one half of the peaceful plumbers here, Sammy Morrison, mate. G'day, boys. How are you, mate? I think you, you made the final, didn't you, today? No, no, just the quarters. Just the quarters Nah, that's the finals. Quarters, semi-finals. Yeah, it was a good day out. Enjoyed the format. It was good, wasn't it? We had some cracking waves today. It was fun on all counts. Um, so what, what sort of board were you riding today? Uh, I was riding a bit of a Gary McNeil uh 20, which uh, went really well, and then I backed it up with a uh, black cell in the in the quarterfinal. That wasn't Adzi's old black cell, was, was it? Adzi's old board, <laughs> I believe. Uh, it got a run last year and didn't go so well either. Mate, it's yeah. I think you need about 20 kilos to actually ride that thing. Um, yeah, so the black cell got a run and a um, couple of good waves. You guys made the quarters. Yeah, got, a, got a couple of nice long lefts. And pretty dreamy yelling up lineup, but. Um, yeah, I blame Adzi because uh, that black cell just didn't go that great. <laughs> a it was pretty dangerous going left today. It took about 20 minutes to paddle back out again. It certainly did, and the arms were burning after a couple. <laughs> Mate, you got, you got the whole, whole thing when you're uh, a bit nervous or whatever, and you've got to paddle halfway out again. It's, uh, it's a nightmare. So we've got another uh, team, or what one half of the uh, Team Spencer. Team Spencer, how'd you guys go today, mate? Well, we um, started slowly, but sort of got on a bit of a roll towards the end, and the young fella, Rash, he sort of got us over the line, I think, in the last two heats. I got, I got run over in the semi, sporting a <laughs> sore back now. Huey ran me over on his eight-foot um, 
What is it? A Paisal, eight foot Paisal, straight over the back as I was duck diving. Managed to get a left after that, and um, yeah, we snuck through somehow. Snuck through the final. Uh, we're talking to Troy Spencer, by the way, Team Spencer. So, do you know the results? You know if you took the chocolates or what happened? No, I took a big swim in on the left hander. <laughs> my, my leg rope let go, and I believe, I believe we might have still been doing pretty good um, leading up until a few minutes ago, even though I hadn't even got a score on the board, and I blew it. So I think I'm in trouble with the young fella, actually. <laughs> Mate, he'll win plenty more comps. He doesn't need to worry about the twin fin tango. Well, uh, we'll see We'll see how we go when the Pretos come up, mate. Congratulations on a good day today with you and your young bloke. It's a unique format being able to surf with the, the young fella. That's ah, a great format. I mean, I, I surfed on a board. I won in the raffle here in the inaugural Twin Fin Tango last year. and Yeah, surfed at every heat. It's a good board, especially on those big lefts. Perfect. Surfing on a board that you won at last year's event, that's, that's fucking perfect, isn't it? Good on you, Troy. Congratulations on a big day and hopefully uh, get take home the chocolates. Maddie Stewart. Now tell me, mate, what was your team name today? Uh, we were the Soul Brothers today, T-Bain. And who was your Soul Brother partner? My Soul Brother was Maddie Goldtooth Robbo. He's very soulful. Yes, yes. So uh, how did you go? Semi-finalists? No, got to the quarters. But didn't do enough in the quarters. We was trying to build a house, but we only got the foundations. I um, I thought you were going to do a Nico Paderats and go up to the judging tower this afternoon and give him a, you know, bit of a, bit of a tune up, Matty. Mate, I was going to storm the tower, but I ran out of breath halfway up the stairs. <laughs> and by the time I got my breath back, I was over it. It was pretty challenging out there at, at some parts of the day, wasn't it? Oh, I found all the deepest spots on the inside of that reef, mate. The hole. And what twin fin were you riding, mate? The vintage twin or the modern twin today? Uh, first heat, I rode my modern one, which I've only just sort of embraced about, about, me, about six surfs on it. And my second surf, I rode a uh, vintage Sam Egan uh, that Dano brought down. It went, yeah, it was a beautiful board. We were pretty lucky with conditions today. My oh, mate, the, the conditions held out beautiful until the final. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. Waves weren't all time, but it's not all about that. No, that's right, mate. Now, um, speaking of challenges, um, you got Andrew Mazza Murray sitting next to you. Hello. And we're sorry, mate. What was our team name again? Ah, uh, the soapboxes. 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 Apparently, we got that name because you're a teacher and you get on your soapbox. I die only about six hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> so, mate, great to partner up again this year. Um, it was a pleasure. Yeah, we uh, we had a strategy. We did, and I um, completely threw it out. Um, well, that yeah, was Mother the, Nature. That yeah. was Mother Nature. <laughs> I got, yeah. Our quarterfinal was an absolute pearler of a, of a heat, that one. It was. We, 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 all got, we both got a couple of good scores on the board. I was telling the board, well, I was trying to describe the board I was writing before, your twi- your uh, long twin. Can you describe the dimensions and actually shape that board? Yeah, it's actually, it's a Vaughn board um, that I got. I had a 6.0 rounded pin twin um, that I had for a couple of years and loved it and um, just threw an extra foot on it and an extra 10 litres. So it ended up being a, so that one's a 7.0. It's got about 46 and a half litres, rounded pin, a couple of keel fins thrown in it. 
Because went, went like a dream on those yelling up left. Yeah, there's a it, it love some of the waves down here. Kind of the big fat rolly waves that you can find. Epic, mate. Now, Actually goes all right in the barrel as well. Sick. Had some no, nice barrels. I must admit, I, I think I need to get one. I really enjoyed that uh, board today. Yeah, no, no. It's, uh, I was happy to see you you loving it and ripping <laughs> on it. So we, we we won better, mate. So from quarters last year to the semifinals this year. So hey, let's yep. uh, let's get back together and oh for sure make this final. Yeah, make it happen. Wait, well, I think this time last year we were talking about catching up and having a few um, few practice sessions, and that, that never there? happened. Well, <laughs> let's say it again. Definitely. All right, mate. Speak to you soon. Well, I'm here with last year's finalist of the Twin Fin Tango 2020, Jake and Max Patterson. Didn't go your way today, Jake, but still a great day. It was an amazing day, but um, yeah, we got yelling nupped. <laughs> Happens to the best of us, so it was good fun. Like Long weekend, huge crowd on the beach, you know. It was. <laughs> Rival <laughs> pipeline when I won in 98. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was... Um, Maybe the swell's a bit big for us for yells today. I don't know. It was like big period, six foot plus. So I don't know, we had our work hat cut out for us and we got yelling it up. We, we certainly did. Now, I noticed you had a bit of a change of strategy. You were on the old board this year. Yeah, that you is. Have you always a chat about that before? Well, Max owns a, a Chapstar twin fin, so he, he rides them all the time. So it was like that was the tactic. But it's only a 5.5, like really bladey little thing. So... They're kind of like getting stuck in the inside left didn't help him very much <laughs> trying to get back out. Yeah, that was pretty tough, Max. So, semi-final, mate. How did... <laughs> Tell us about that, mate. That was a pretty pretty awful out there. I was out there too, so don't worry. Yeah, it was just... You can't bloody... Um, it's it's a hard explanation, really. It's You're out the back, you don't get a wave, and then one set gets out, and then the next set gets out, and then you're looking and you're 100 metres away from the pack, and you... <laughs> You're paddling flat tack and you're not going anywhere. It feels like you're going backwards on a 5-5-20. And <laughs> I was ready to wave that in, I think, ten, oh, five minutes in. I'm just going, oh, my God, I, I don't think I'm going to make it out the back. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. When I was watching the um, the heat before, the, the, the right seemed to start to really peel nicely. And as soon as we paddled out, it just got really straight. We had about 15-20 on the head. Oh, 100%. Um, I think Dad said before, before the um, heat, Watch the ocean, you know, just just adjust the ocean. I was watching all the heats before us and all the rights were peeling, the inside rights. People were scrounging for the inside rights. I was like, all right, one set and it'll be inside rights. One set came and then another set came and another set came and I just got washed all the way in. Oh, mate. No, well, hey, you know, you guys were looking good, but there's always next year. So be back next year? 100%, yeah. Bigger and better? Yeah, always. <laughs> Now, Jake, while you're here, mate, i got to ask you about, obviously, the WSL is coming back to WA. So, were you pretty surprised about Rotto being included? No, not at all. Like, I, I, I think it's a great idea. They're trying to keep everyone in hubs kind of thing. So, no bells, no snapper this year. So, you know, two in New South Wales and then two in WA. Makes sense for the crazy world we live in these days. So, um, Rotto is going to be really interesting. And I'm... I'm Really excited to see the world's best at Stricos because it's a it's a high performance way, but you've got to be a really good surfer to make it high performance. So, um, yeah, it's going to be good. No, it's insane. I mean, hats off to WA government actually allowing the, the WSL to come into the state and sort of give them a bit of a bubble and a right of entry to go in and out. So that's stoked. So I've got to ask you, are you going to put your coaching hat on 
for the Margaret River? Yeah, I, I'm going to do it for both, I think. Um, Epic. Yeah, I'm going to be coaching Ethan Ewing and um, Steph Gilmore in uh, both events, I think. Uh, because of the lead up to the Olympics, I'll be coaching Steph um, at the Olympics. You going to go to Tokyo? Yeah, I'm going to Tokyo. Woohoo! <laughs> so, well, that's the plan. So we have to wait and see the yeah, yeah. the conditions and the quarantines and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Is Tommy Whitaker coaching Griffin, or are you going to sort of? Yeah, so I'm, I kind of like subcontract with for Tommy Whitaker now because he con- he coaches um, Kanoa Igarashi and Griffin Colapinto. So I kind of help him out a little bit from from home so when they're in WA I'll be helping those guys out as well mate I'm looking forward to the next snake tails <laughs> yeah I haven't put one out for a long time I, I I don't even know if I know how to do it anymore but yeah you, me too I'm looking forward to it you gotta give Zeke Lau a few pointers mate on how to do it <laughs> he was the one that actually taught me back in the early oh, days of right. how to edit f- films but he doesn't do his he gets other people to do his but they're all too you need the raw stuff, huh? Exactly. You know what, Zeke he's actually starting to rub off me a little bit. I'm actually starting to enjoy his vlogs. At, um, but uh, no, mate, it'd be epic to see a few new steak tails edition. Yeah, uh, that's the idea. Put, put one out over the over those two events, so see, see what happens. So you've been up watching a bit of Hawaii over the winter? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I kept a really close eye on all of the Hawaii season and really impressive how Griffin, like the really weird... Uh, Triple Crown this year was like a, a virtual, uh, like a online voting system yeah, kind of thing, right. and Griffin came second um, to to John John. So that was that was he had an incredible season, you know. So Amazing. he must be pretty proud at how he was charging it. Well, backdoor pipe. He was the one that said it. Like he, watching Kelly's old black and white video, he said like his first season in Hawaii, he spent you know forty days out of the sixty days he was there surfing pipe. So. And that's what he did. He stays at pipe and he just surfed it every day and just goes, it's really important to be comfortable with like the what normally is the last event on tour. So, you know, it's important. So who are you putting money on for the Margaret River event and Rottnest? I think John John's super hard to beat at Margaret's. He's proved that he's got the equipment that's really fine-tuned to that big ride. He lives at uh, Rock Piles in Hawaii that's really similar to um, Margaret River ride. And uh, I don't know, the... the Maybe flip Toledo or something for the big... If the wind's going into those little rights, one pump into a huge big spin into the rights at Stricos. I don't know. That's going to be a weird one. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And obviously, Ethan Ewing's been pretty pretty um, impressive. You know, he looks like he's bulking up a little bit, putting a bit of power between his turns. He's, his talent is incredible. So I'm really looking forward to him getting to open up a little bit. Like, he, I mean, there's only been pipe so far, but I was really looking forward to Sunset and and um, going on to the cold water, and that all got cancelled, obviously. But, um, you know, open face, like somewhere like Bells and stuff, he is going to shine, but obviously no Bells. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I want to see a, play, a wave where he can open up and use his style. We saw that at uh, Cabarita, where yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the event he won. Yeah. So um, the talent of that kid is like, you know, a raw Andy Irons that can punt and do all the, all the modern stuff as well. Yeah. So Amazing. Yeah, it's going to be good. Well, I look forward to it, mate. I look forward to a couple of snake tail clips coming up. And it's stoked to, you know, have, you know, last year's champs down here again for the Twin Fin Tango, Max, Jake. Um, we'll see you next year and uh, all the best for the uh, the two events in the, the Olympics, Jake. Yeah, we'll be back. Cheers, <laughs> mate. Yeah, bring it on. Dan Wyatt. Hey, mate. Now, mate, what was your team name today? That's a tough question. It was Jedi 
Actually, I can't remember the second word. <laughs> Jedi, <laughs> Jedi, Jedi, and Padawan. Padawan. That's it. Yeah, Padawan. That's it. And who was your? I take it you were the Jedi. And I must have been. Who was but, your Padawan? Oh, it's questionable. <laughs> uh, Ned, young Ned Hart, who was uh, tearing the bag out of the couple out there today. Now, I, I should have said from the straight off the bat, congratulations, finalists. I know. Now, I take it you, you've gone one or two better from last year. Yeah, I think maybe we scraped through to the quarters last year, but that was it. So, yeah, that's two better. So, semis into the final. So, pretty stoked. So, you had a bit of a bit of the force with you, young Jedi. Oh, I did. <laughs> well, I'm uh, accustomed to a fat left-hander, so I um, just eyeballed a few of those lefts and um, just worked them to death. Now, what were you riding today? Well, I was actually riding my own board, so I, I just shaped my first board uh, about three you months are a ago. Jedi. Yeah, so it was a, it was a. I must admit, it was a pre-shaped blank. Um, but yeah, uh, made a good mate of mine, Ethan, Ethan Layton, down in Quarum up there. He's got a little backyard shaping bay, so yeah, he guided me through. Uh, there's still a lot of work, you know, like we had to shave the rails right down and get the tail just right and. And that was that green board you had today. Yeah, yeah. Epic, mate. So it's a bit of a paddling machine. And, um, yeah, definitely definitely favoured those conditions out there today. I could see that a little bit further out and just pick them off. I knew that was your heat, heat strategy because you did share your heat strategy with us. And then, <laughs> then, then all of a sudden we were actually in the semi, semi-final against each other. So Yeah, fortunately you didn't listen to me, did you? Oh, no. Well, uh, Muzzer didn't listen. He actually got cleaned oh, no. up for about 15, 20 minutes. So... Yeah, that was a bit of luck on our side. I think Huey was um, in favour of us for those first um, first few heats. But, uh, yeah, a bit of a shame that um didn't quite work out in the end. I think I lost my um, block of magic wax. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I had this block of wax and I couldn't find it. Like, just before I went out, I was searching around everywhere. And I was like, I've just, every time I was just in this ritual, I was like, got to put the wax on. I was putting my uh, rashi on back to front. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on fire mate hey I've got to ask you Dan um, we've got a couple of segments in the podcast we've got a Steve Irwin salute I don't know if you remember the Steve Irwin salute basically it's someone who's just done an absolute cracker of a of a whatever you know someone's mm. done a good deed in surfing mm. or non-surfing do you have a nomination for a Steve Irwin salute mate oh jeez surfing or non-surfing about today or Put you on the spot. I was listening to um, an interview on uh, on Lip Podcast the other day, Dr. Dave Jenkins. Yep. From um, from SurfAid, mate. If that guy's doing some amazing stuff, I'd probably just top of my head that guy. Um, we've all you know travelled through Indo and been through the Mentawa. I haven't been the Mentawas, so I must admit, but I've been quite a bit through Indo and. Um, yeah, it's what he's doing up so there. So he visits all the remote communities in Indo, because he's obviously a medical doctor. That's right. So he, he what goes and treats people in communities where, you know, doctors generally wouldn't get to, right? Yeah, that's right. So um, he just went there years ago and saw a lot of people with malaria. And I think it started from there, you know, like... Um, just seeing the, the the effects of malaria and everything going through the communities and 
and just just introduced um, you know mozzie nets for the people and um, and and teaching them about malaria and, and yeah. You know. So yeah, it was oh that guy you know Dr. Dave Jenkins from Surfaid, right? Surfaid, yep, yep. Great cause. Well, mate, um, I think we're going to have a presentation soon. But yeah, once right. again, congratulations on making the final, young Jedi. Cool, mate. And Good uh, to if chat, we catch everyone. up with the Pad One, we'll uh, have to uh, shake his hand as you well. Better. You have a good afternoon and night, mate. Okay, mate. Cheers, buddy. Now, I've got the other half of Team Jedi and Padawan. Um, Ned Hart, mate, congratulations. Today, made the final of the Twin Fin Tango 2021. Thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> thanks, T-Bone. Hang on a sec, mate. Got a bit of a malfunction here. Hello? Okay. All right, Ned. All right, mate. So what was the head strategy today? Um, mainly it was so Dan would go out the back, catch a big left, and then – or two big lefts, and then after I'd try to pick up the scraps and just build up a score. As easy as that. So what ball were you riding today? I was riding a little twin fin odyssey. I guess it's not mine. I just found it amongst the amongst the boards on the grass, and it went really well. So you do much competitive surfing, Ned? Um, every now and then. I wouldn't say I'm a like. I do a lot of competitions, but I do the Taj Mahal fries and this and state rounds, and that's pretty much it. You're the Yells board riders. Yeah, I'm the Yells board riders. I. Just, Signed up this year, last year, lately. What do you win? The under-14s? How old are you, Dan? I'm 14, but I'm in the Opens. So what sort of boards do you normally ride? I normally ride a Pizel Ghost around 5.4 or awesome Radius. Model. Yeah, it's a really sick model. It goes really so, well. So if you ride the Ghost, do I take it John John's one of your favourite surfers? Yeah, he's... He's an inspiration for sure. Some of his turns he, he does at Margaret River is pretty crazy. Yeah, they're absolutely insane. It's just so much power. Mate, who are some of your favourite uh, surfers down down around the Yelling Up Dunsborough area? Um, probably Taj and Jack. They're like, yeah, my favourites for sure. Pretty amazing. So uh, you tipping Jack to take out Margaret River? Oh, yeah, he's taken me out box a couple of times, which oh, is good. Yeah, it's... Get a few barrels, pull in. Oh, couple got pretty smashed as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. And, w- and what's some of your uh, favourite uh, breaks down here? Um, Sick, mate. Two. All box. <laughs> so I take it you're like right pitting barrels then? Yeah, left or right, just anything that's shallow and barrels. Oh, mate. Awesome. <laughs> well, congrats on making the final, Ned. Uh, good to chat with you, mate. And, yeah, uh, thank you. We'll see you next year at the Twin Fin 2020. Yeah, for sure. All right, cheers, Ned. Yeah, all good. You, you can talk for me, Lulu. You're a far better speaker than I am. Yeah, you got a voice for radio. <laughs> Matt Wilson. T-Bone. Now, what was your team name today? Uh, the amazing Wilsons? Or the... Yeah, what was it? Um, wonderful? Wonderful Wilsons? Worldly Wilsons? With your <laughs> oldest boy, Phoenix? Phoenix, yes. He's just turned 15. Congratulations. Uh, I hope so. It's not released yet, mate, it's is not it? Released yet. <laughs> but the rumour has it. Well, well it's on live heats. I can't say on live heats. All right, it's on live heats. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we want to wait till it's a formality, mate, or do I want to shake your hand now? Oh, that's fine. We can move ahead. I shake his hand already. I've already given the uh, handshake, so I saw on live heats as well. Sick, mate. Well, congratulations. You guys have taken it out. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, couldn't believe it, really. Just came down here to have a fun day with Phoenix, and, um, you know, it's always good to have those connections with your sons as they're growing up, and this event's a good way to do it. I'm not sure if uh, the organisers originally thought it would become a father and some event, but it's certainly turning into that and um, I think it's a good thing. Mate, it's epic. Now I was on the reef during the semi-final and I know Phoenix came in with a bit of a board malfunction. <laughs> so old yeah. dad sort of, uh, you know, under pressure, sorted it all out and got him back out there. Yeah, there was a lot of pressure at that point. His, his leg rope came undone at the start of that semi. So he came straight in, we lost a scorer and uh, I originally tried to get his uh, leg rope string back together but I couldn't do that so I had to pull my leg rope string off whack his, that into his board and then get him back out of there. I'm not sure how many minutes we lost, but I thought it was enough to lose the heat. Mate, but um, somehow guys, he carried it. You guys done extremely well, <laughs> under pressure, on the reef at Yelling Up, semi-final underway and managed to get through yeah. and then carry on and take out the final. I, th I think it uh, just highlights how well Phoenix is surfing or was surfing through the day because um, I think I got a total heat score of 2.2 .2 or something in that heat. So um, he's he pretty he pretty much carried uh, carried us all the way there. Well, I guess you you know you handled the uh, the board malfunction, mate. So you played a big part to uh, progress to the final. Don't worry about that. Fair enough. I'm the pit crew. So what was the strategy, mate? Was the were you the retro board rider today? Uh, yeah, I was. I was definitely the retro board rider. He was on the high performance one, um, a, a DHD that he actually borrowed off Kai Euros. So. Uh, Kudos to uh, Kai. He, uh, we owe him at least 20% uh, of Phoenix's winnings. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done, well done there. Um, so yeah, but um, um, I don't. Know. What were you riding? I was riding an old Chris Fulston twin fin. Classic, classic, yeah. mate. Well, I think the Prezos are probably going to kick off, but we'll have to grab Phoenix. Is he here today? He is. He's over there playing pool. Ah, uh, we'll have to catch up. Speak to the winner after the Prezos. But once again, mate, must be awesome to win with your son and uh, congratulations. Yeah, no, great feeling. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Congratulations, Phoenix. Thank you. Now, I was speaking to Dad before. He basically said that you did all the work, mate. So, you absolutely were ripping on that little board. What were, what were the, bo the board you were riding today? Um, I was riding my mate Kai's board. That um, I rode a couple of weeks ago at Shallows and it went really well, so you let me ride it again today. Now, you did come in, in the, during the semi-final with a bit of a leg rope malfunction, but luckily uh, Dad uh, held it together and uh, did the changeover, but you still managed to go back out and get a couple of ways and get through the final, mate. Yeah, that was, that was a bit funny because, yeah, the leggy string came undone as soon as I got out there and then, yeah, we had to do it back up. Well, you're pretty cool and calm, mate. So I have to start calling you the Iceman. Yeah. So how does it feel taking out the Twin Fin Tango? Pretty epic prize you got there, and the trophy's amazing. Yeah, it's cool because, yeah. It's... And how did you find the conditions today? Um, yeah, it was pretty dreamy out there before the final. And as soon as we got out there, it went pretty windy. Were you going for the rights or the lefts today? Um. I started off at the left at Cove and then moved over at the end of the heat for a big left to come in on. Yeah. So um, you probably heard the news that the WSL is coming to Margaret River and Rottnest Island. You're going to try to get down to the, the Margaret River Pro this year? Yeah, for sure. I'll go and watch it. Who's your tip to take it out? Um, 
I'm hoping Geordie does well. Big white chocolate. Me too, mate. Me too. John, John, and maybe some local boys, Jack Robbo. Yeah, we could. Jacob or someone got a wild card. Well, mate, congrats again, and uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, cool. Cheers, Phoenix. Thanks. Wow, what a great day it was. It was some nice surf. Got a um, huge shout-out to Robbo and Kyle for putting on the day and the yelling at board riders again. Um, it's a great event, isn't it? It was, mate. It was second annual. Um, second like, annual Twin Fin. We uh, were expecting um, quite a bit of swell over the weekend, and uh, we were going Didn't to venue one, and then we went to venue two, then we went to venue three, but we ended up at Yells. Um, which back at venue one. Back at venue one. That's pretty much what you do every Saturday yep. morning surf check. There was <laughs> a huge crowd down the beach, I must say. It was an absolute packed day down at Yellinger. We had a you crowd that apparently was equivalent to uh, the year that Jake won the Pipe Masters. Right. Everyone was keen to see what was going on. Sunny we Saturday must, morning on a long weekend on the grass morning. down at our local. It's, uh, it's a great, great place for it. Must say that Jake Pato, Jake Patterson um, and his son Max were the defending champions from last year. They couldn't quite repeat the feat and take home the chocolates again, but... Uh, they certainly put up a fight. I think Max got caught inside for about 15 minutes and that was sort of their heat done and dusted. But T-Bone, give us a final placings, mate. Sure, all right. We'll give a little uh, little results, little wrap-up. So fourth place, we had Jedi and Padwan, which was uh, Dan Warren and Ned Hart. So, Good on uh, you, Neddy, little fucking yep, grommet. little Dan the Jedi and uh, little Padwan, little Neddy Hart. Dan Wise, a, a bit of it, for those that don't know, an absolute underground... Misto he's a fucking core lord. Hunter. That's what he Dan is. is. He's a hunter. He's a hunter. He hunts he used up to north, uh, down south, be involved with Coastal Watch, as, yeah. as, uh, as we all know. Yeah, he's a Surfing, fucking legend, yeah. Dan. He said he wants to come on and uh, join us for an episode. Oh, he well, can come on any time he likes. Anytime. So, yeah, fourth place. So, in third place, we had uh, the Slashing Spencers, Troy and Ash Spencer. And I must say, they actually had a long day. They um, ended up doing the repercharge. charge. Did they? Quarters, semis, finals. So they did really well to make the final. So big day by uh, Slashing Spencers coming in third, which was a father and son. Good on you, Troy and Grom. Combo. Uh, and then runners up, the 2021 drum roll, uh, the wordsmiths, Tim Hawken and Kyle Edwards. Uh, I actually thought they were looking, you know, flying under the radar and looking quite deadly throughout the day. So it's the uh, Iceman's tactics every time. Iceman, Timmy Hawken, former guest on the Barrel Surf podcast. And I must say, it was a bee's dick between first and second place. Uh, I think it was like a point of point of a point. Point zero five. And mate, the Iceman, uh, it was a bit of a thrilling end to the final. There was a bit with about five minutes ago, he got his first wave um, after being tagged in very late, and. He got a left-hander, and for those that know the break, uh, it's a long paddle back to the peak from the Ooh, left yeah. against the sweep and current, and everyone thought he's not going to get there. Mate, he put his head down, and he fucking got there. Head down. And took off with two seconds to go. Two seconds. And got a cracking ride, and it just threw, mate, the whole crowd went nuts because all of a sudden it was, mate, no one knew who the hell won. It was really exciting way to finish, so well done. The Iceman living up to his name of just the keeping Iceman it cool. cometh. Yeah, he just, under pressure, mate, he doesn't melt. No, yeah. he didn't. So, yeah, congrats to the Wordsmiths runner-up. And the uh, the winners of the 2021 Twin Fin Tango, the world-class Wilsons. Matt Good on you, Matty. Phoenix Wilson, father and son combo. So, congratulations to you both. 
It's the second year in a row, T-Bone, that father-son combination has taken home the big prize. Well, during the uh, the Prezzo interviews I had with Matt uh, Goldtooth Robbo, I said, well, how about um, all those father and daughters or mother and sons, you know? I they mean, can do it, surely. A- anyone can come and enter the Twin Fin Tango. So if you're a, a surfing father or mother and got a surfing son or daughter... Um, Come on down for next now, year. Now, I think we might we might see if we can rust up some uh, Hardys, perhaps, for next year. Some uh, Englets, oh, yeah. some of those crew. Uh, Billy Gibson would be a hot favourite. He's got his, either his son uh, or his grandfather. What about? Boys, I think there's, oh, there is a postcard there's, a, thing. there's a postcard thing happening here. Uh, postcode. Post, sorry, what did I say? Postcard. Yeah, yeah. Postcode. I think yeah. They'll uh, have to send us a postcard. <laughs> from their other postcode and ask if they're allowed to come in it. Yeah, I think. No, I think Margie's is open. I think it no, was. No, it wasn't. It was Busso Dunsbury. In the rules, six two eight one and six two eight two. Oh, Dunsbury yells only. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, there you go. Not okay. even Busso. Well, well, um, well, I must admit, I did get a message from uh, Cole today, and uh, possibly Brad Gerlach could be lined up next year. So he's the Dunsbury yells. The girl. Are you kidding me? No, it looks like it could happen. Yeah, so I don't know if de- if uh, Brad Gerlach listens to the podcast. I, I expect he doesn't. Um, but yeah, look looking forward to hopefully seeing you next year, mate. Hey, now, mate, just a quick shout out. I know we mentioned about Lay Day um, and yells yelling up board riders, but we also had some uh, sponsors, other sponsors for the day. We had Creatures of Leisure um, sponsored a, a really good looking uh, cover, and we had Board Store that sponsored a West sweatsuit. And uh, Chappy, Chaps has shaped a, another twin fin this year. Good on you, Chapster. Another hot bruise label. Which uh, my mate Sammy Lightning Morrison managed to win at the raffle at the end of the night. And, mate, that guy doesn't smile a lot. Uh, it's just his style. Mate, he but was Jesus, smiling. Jesus, he had the biggest smile smiling. on Instagram that night, I think I've ever seen on his face. So, yep. Uh, he took it pretty, in a pretty staunch manner, the victory. So, yep. Well done, me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> moved on with things. Yeah, no, I was stoked to see you. T-Bone, so. on the other hand, yes. took home a uh, delightful twin fin. Did he? And it was a completely opposite reaction. You'd think he won the World Cup. <laughs> it was, he was bouncing up and down going, fuck, yes, yes, yes. The West Coast Eagles beat Collingwood at the, uh, the grand final, mate. I was pumped. What board did he you win? He was pumped, T-Bone. Uh, it's an old Colin Earl. looked about 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. Um, Full retro. Double flyer, swallow, big yep. twin. One yeah. purple fin, one green. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it looks super rideable, so I'll be uh, riding that next year. Because Kyle, the guy who um, was a brainchild behind the comp, loves to res- collect and restore old boards. And uh, being the legend that he is, he uh, restores a couple every year and then just gives them out willy-nilly in the raffle off his own yeah, back to does, competitors. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. He loves it. Kyle is... Um, Kyle and Robbo, uh, I think they're pretty stoked. They're pretty proud of this event, and um, yeah, all, all power to them because it's uh, it. Like we mentioned, I think last year as well, having the father son thing and families involved. It's um, it's a fucking great little community event. So I, well I done, just boys. really like the um, the format of having it being in a team. Yeah, twenty five yep. minutes for your heat. And it's pretty tough on a big swell at yelling up 25 minutes. Yeah, I know. And 25 minutes, that's for your whole team. So you've got your mate waiting on the reef. You've got to go out and get your two best waves that you can. And you're only allowed four total. And then you've got to race in, tag your mate, and he's got to jump out and do the same. So we saw some major tactical errors go down with people 
you know, not coming in when they should have and that costs their teammate. And yeah, it's a real great uh, initiative there that Cole's come yeah. up with yeah, it's in fun. that style. It was really it's fun. fun. Should Mag mention also that T-Bone and his partner, Andrew Muzz Murray, made the semifinals. Well done, mate. Yeah, one up from last year. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, the I, perennial semi, semi-finalist, I old failed, T-Bone, failed to he? make it through a heat again. Um, but at least you're consistent now. That will change at some point. I feel like my surfing is good enough to get through, but, uh, you know... Sometimes. Yeah, I think you had a couple of misdemeanors during your uh, heat, mate, which you may, um, you may we'll talk about, talk about that later. later. We'll talk about that later. See, I know Namu was super keen. I got, uh, because I was on the engine pegling, they said, come down and, can you come down and commentate, put your foot up? I'm like, yep, sounds good. And uh, I did that, and then I thought Namu was going to be joining me on the microphone to call the day's action. He did for about 10 minutes, <laughs> and then uh, he couldn't take his eyes off a certain uh, Michael Bublé-style break uh, to the south of the main break, which was firing, and he said, Adzi, you're on your own, I'm out of here. He put down the mic and went out, kept surfing. Serbia's so, got to take priority. Yeah, we, fair we enough. It was that. sunny and glassy and four or five foot. It was pretty good. So, But um, just speaking of commentating, I believe that you and I are slotted in for the Yelling Up Board Riders Shredfest. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. We are indeed coming so, up. So uh, that's uh, looking forward to that for yelling up board rides. Now it sounds like we're winding up, but we are not. We are <laughs> going. For we're just hours. winding on. <laughs> we are winding on. Now, Adzi, okay, it's uh, time for you to talk about surf video, blogs, vlogs, content, YouTube's, and yeah. everything else that you want to talk I've about. Because I've been watching them all from the couch, being heavily injured. Just um, had a knee reconstruction, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah, so, so he's he's I got did the write skinny. some of these notes actually at about four in the morning, the day after the op, heavily <laughs> medicated. So oh. we'll see how we go with that. But mate, we're, there's a fair right, bit so there. Me, so me and T Bone are going to go and no, drive away for half it, an hour. Keep or? it, keep it sharp, mate. Yeah, okay. Now we're going to try sharp. to keep it pretty sharp and cover lots of content and sort of do it all pretty lightly. Um, for, I think we'll start off with local vid by Miles Carroll um, called Now Here. It's a little bit older. It's probably six weeks old or something, but I just hadn't got around to watching it yet. Mate, it's basically to, what it seemed like was all the leftovers from all those epic videos of Jay Davies and Wilcox and Kyle Walsh and um, stuff like that that they couldn't fit in their little edit um, mixed in heavily with Felix Lever and Josh Catlin and um, Taj got a few good ones in there. And so that's that was pretty much most of them. Um, did a little South Coast mission in there. They got some little wedge themselves. I sort of like that to start the video open. Yeah, Something nice. a, bit, a bit different. And, you know, just that, gave that little thing there. Uh, Kyle Walsh did some massive airs. Had a couple more unseen ones of Wilcox up north, oh, which, yeah. mate, let's be honest, who doesn't want to just watch him up there constantly? Yep, chipper. The chipper up there, just going mad up north. Um, you never get sick of that. Um, couple of big backside uh, mental beachy pits of Kale. Um, some really good ones of Felix Lever. I think the last one was at a certain beach break down the front here. Just um, absolutely mental. Might have been um, Jack Thomas maybe or, or Josh Caitlin. I'm not sure, but insanely deep spitting, yep. really difficult barrel. And yeah, it was unreal. Uh, it was a nice little minute uh, edit, 13 minutes long, good variety, couple of good wipeouts. Uh, a couple of random blokes in there. Almost a bit of a throwback to lube in a way, T-Bone, uh, you know. Lubrication. Yeah. One, two, that, and three. Yeah, some, you know, just a short and new age version maybe. Don't forget the prequel gonad, man. <laughs> exactly. Um, mates, yeah, good stuff all around. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Local content, local surfers. So check it out, everyone. Uh, definitely worth it. Now, just a quick one. Just yep. a quick shout out. I'm trying to uh, keep it quick, mate. Come on. 
Jez, yeah. you're speaking of local content. Jez of Forest released a clip a few months ago. Oh yes, didn't obviously get the airtime like his like his mate Jacob, but we should yep. make special mention. Yes, uh, go check that clip out. That's I pretty did. insane. I, I did um, do a little write up on that uh, a while ago, but we just yeah. never got around yep. to it because I'm always getting told to shut the hell up. But um, that's cool. That's all right. Um, yep. So yeah, Jerome Forrest had a sick edit as well. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, we'll, we'll Jerome Forrest, he's the uh, current president of the Margaret River Board Riders. Yeah, that's right. A yep. fucking crazy good surfer and a fucking great bloke. So, yeah, so, yep. so that was check a good that out. It was about six or seven minutes. So yep. yeah, check those two out. Um, I'm sure it'd be pretty easy to find. It was on Stab Mag. I remember yeah. it came out after Wilcox's one. So yep. uh, And then now here as well. So that was really good. Um, mate, into the ho- vlogs, which seems to be almost exclusively Hawaiian people. Uh, Jamie O, who's the king of the vlog, obviously. Watched his latest one. Uh, the thing I loved about it is there's no fucking around when Pipe is big and pumping yes. on his vlog. Boom. It's fucking boom. He's Straight mate down there. there. He's getting his boards. You know, he's normally ginning around and doing this and that and throwing in something stupid. Mate, he just got his big board. Um, Decoro? Yeah, I can't remember what I've it was. Got, I've got a little comment on that. Yeah. Um, no, it was Jerry Lopez. He rode oh, this big, that yellow okay. and black thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Sick. pretty cool. I, lo- I like watching, obviously... Um, Jamie O'Brien at Pipe, but I do feel like I've seen that. Yeah. I do enjoy his other little things and bits and pieces that he does as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, me personally, when Pipe is big and pumping, uh, mate, on the 7-6, Lopez, Jamie O, he's not stuffing around, he's not playing games that was, anymore. That was something different. That was special. Yeah, it's like he's the alpha male at Pipe and he's out to get the bombs and that's yeah. what he does. Um, so that was really good. I love that because um, he did exactly that mm-hmm. and then he went to jackson hole which i, I don't know where know where it is but it seems like all the best snowboarders in america jackson go there. Hole, it's, i think it's wyoming like, yeah I something think. like that and mate it was sick royal treatment helicopters bloody snowmobiles bloody yeah. you know snowboarding just deep powder runs with no one around so that was a epic little vlog it was 20 minute 20 minutes yeah. of just absolute premium quality yeah. with none of his cutaway he silliness does two a week right yeah, that's right. So I guess you've got to have a lot of uh, filler material in there, but there was no filler in his last one. It was just premium A-grade Jamie O, so that was sick. Nath Florence released one uh, with just raw footage on his of his GoPro at Pipe. Yeah, that, really That's what show. I love watching, the yeah. paddle outs and the getting yeah. caught inside. Amazing. It's got to be big, though, because obviously you don't want to see that shit yeah, when yeah, it's small. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, um, double light, triple... Um, you know, third yeah. rave sort of yeah. roll-ins and it's stuff. It's insane. And talking of the paddle out, I noticed something. He had a watch on his wrist. Why would that guy be wearing a watch? It's He's got no job. doesn't have to be anywhere. Well, it's probably what's, what's he doing? taking like measurements on his heart rate and all that sort Maybe. of stuff. Yeah, it could be. Maybe it is because I was like... He's pretty fit, likes to exercise. Yeah. Okay. His uh, latest uh, vlog was an exercise vlog. I thought you would have been all over that. Oh, uh, yeah, well, no, that's next week when I... Because <laughs> I'm not doing rehab yet, so... Yeah, um, so I thought that was weird. He had a watch on. It's not streamlined, you know. You want to be streamlined. Anyway, I thought he doesn't have anywhere to be. What? From paddling? Yeah, mate. That's, that's, your, that's your main ore sticking down there. Surely you want that to be streamlined, don't you? Mm. Tell, tell it Thorpe he wasn't fucking winning gold medals with watches <laughs> on his hands, was he? True, so, true, true. Uh, mate, so, and then like what you were saying, um, you know, just with those third reef washeroos, He's just, he had this bit where he's just sitting there just having this casual chat to his brother, Jonathan Jonathan. And they're just, mate, oh, yeah, you know, like yeah. having a chat. Oh, here's one coming. Looks like we're going to get cleaned up here. And, they, mate, they didn't give a fuck. They don't, yeah. They're just having, and they just slowly meander their way over and get steamrolled while these things. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, a couple casual. good clips. Uh, 
couple of good bits of reality, like what you were talking about, um, Namu. And, uh, you know, he packed a big close out and, and sort of having to scramble back out under sets, that sort of, all that sort of stuff that you get yeah. with raw GoPro stuff. Um, but the biggest problem with it, it's just so shaky, so much. Yeah. It's like watching Blair Witch yeah. Project or something. After 20 <laughs> minutes of it, you've got a fucking headache, you he know? He does too much of his own stuff on the GoPro. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. I know it's raw footage and he's saving editing time yeah. and that, but it fucking gives me a headache after too long. So you sort of skip and try to find them. Bits. Um, mate, moving on, we had Ho and Pringle Productions. Ho and Pringle. So Ho. Derek Ho, uh, sorry, not yeah. Derek, rest in peace, Derek. Yep. Um, Michael. So obviously Mason and Mike. who's Pringle? Pringles, he's filmer. Oh, okay. R- uh, Rory Pringle, Rory he's filmer. Okay, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so it's the 2020 highlights, mate. If you've got 45 minutes to spare, which we don't often as family men and working men, but if you do, uh, you've seen a lot of the footage before, but yep. it's pretty cool, mate. It's got an epic soundtrack. Exclusively and, Mason or yeah, everyone? Pr- mostly. Nah, mostly. Couple uh, of mates. It's like there. weird and wonderful wedges, backwashes, shallow rocks, wave pools. All to Jimi Hendrix just warbling on with yeah. Mason Ho doing all this weird stuff. It, um, yeah, it was like the ongoing rambling genius of Jimi Hendrix suits the electric, unpredictable genius of Mason Ho. That's oh, what I came away as thinking. As he. So, as I know. Yep. Well, Turning mate. it up to 11. <laughs> mate, it is good though. It does get the juices flowing. We all love Mason. Um, it was epic. Um, and then... Uh, had his comp where he won that QS in just perfect right hand tubes somewhere in South Pacific or something Tahiti, Polynesia somewhere yeah Tahiti something like that Tahiti yeah, New E Pro maybe something like that um, mate it's interesting to watch him you know jump from a four nine to straight onto a seven six or an eight zero out at pipe um, and and just you know the way he just chops yeah. and changes at the drop yeah. of a hat without even Very phasing good. him um, yeah had a six single fin section in there uh, he had a uh, what was it? His uh, a, a wave with his dad's uh, board flying around. I think yep. it was that uh, like uh, V land or something where they get that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, V land. Yeah, yeah. And it's they, got and that rolling into that the rolling, and then yep. his dad fluffed it, and and his board just like almost <laughs> cops him in the head, and he just grabs his dad's board, finishes the wave. I think he got a barrel, and then jumps onto his dad's board and rides that. And meanwhile, his old man's just flailing around out the back, and. Yep. Just um, an incredible natural talent at yeah, surfing, it's isn't it? It's unbelievable. He? Um, yeah. you hey, know, I've the, got an exclusive. Yeah? You know, there's more Hawaiian vlogs going than more than cheeky monkey beers in your fridge. But <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of vlogs. There's going to be a new snake tails coming. Is there? Oh, Margaret River and Rottnest. Wow, that is a hot... Uh, exclusive here from exclusive. T-Bone. Yep. Yeah. Give yep. us a skinny, mate. Well... Obviously, Jake's going to be involved coaching during Rottnest and Marg. So uh, he's going to have some another Snake Tales clip. It's been a while. And we talked about vlogs and clips. And uh, I think what we both like, what he likes, is the rawness of Snake Tales. So, uh, yeah, yeah cool. just thought I'd uh, give you that little uh, exclusive. No, that is good news. One coming up. Yeah, Snake nice Tales. one. As uh, as we know on this on Barrel Surf podcast, it's all about the rawness and the honesty and the uh, yep. everything else. So that's good to hear, Snake. Yeah, sick. So yeah, just finishing on uh, the the hoe thing. Um, all his point of view stuff um, in those those little rocky waves yeah. that he's surfing. It's yeah. just fucking insane. Mental. Like the seeing those rocks coming at you and stuff. Yeah. You just know that if you saw that surfing, they'd be so much closer. Yeah. Being a wide it. angle camera, yeah, yeah, they yeah. look too. You know, like. 
Um, and then finished with, uh, finished the whole edit with the slow-mo of Uncle Derek getting that big pipe one, his last yep. one that he sort of almost fell off and stuck it. And um, yeah, it was, mate, it was epic. Um, eight out of 10, but I just wish it had just a couple more normal waves in there. Like it, there was probably a li- ratio was just a little bit out because I just love watching him in sick waves. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love watching him surf, so... Well, he's generally, generally surfing good waves. Yeah, um, it, was, it was a lot of novelty stuff. Yeah. That was the tube that his old man got at Backdoor. That was pretty Yeah, impressive. that's so good. Well, that's on the, the latest release of um, the one that just came out, and that was epic, mate. Yeah, he's... Uh, 57? Hey, I, they, 63, mate. Oh, 60s in his 60s. Yeah. Not bad, huh? Uh, they opened tubes like yeah, that still. They opened uh, his latest one, just came out a couple of days ago, uh, with his dad, just that slow-mo, perfect backdoor pit. Yeah. Super slow-mo. His dad's full hands behind the back, uh, comes out with his hands behind the back after a spit. Um, it's mental. It's, it uh, mental. It's, too, um, it's, it's too Santana. Here's a stat well. for you. 1981 Pipeline Master with oh, yeah. a broken, uh, broken wrist. Now, that was Derek. No, it was Michael, Matt. Was it? 100%. Okay. This could be one so, of those. I mean, T-Bone's supposed to be having these arguments. No, I was on his <laughs> backhand. Michael Hay is obviously a natural footer and Derek is a... Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Sounds like you got the goods. Yep. So that was 1981. So yeah. 39 years after he won the Pipe Masters, still getting it done on that stretch. Yeah. What yeah. year? So 1981, well, Michael so Hay, Pipeline Master. Yeah. 40 years. Uh, mate, so... With yeah. a broken wrist and a plaster on his arm. That's sick. So you can see that first wave, he does this no hands in the tube, comes out and then does a little vibe shimmy thing. And it just yeah. sort of... Shimmy, shimmy. Yeah, a little shimmy. And it's just like, mate, it just looked like... Mason. I was like, ah, that's where the Mason... That's where he gets the Mason magic. he's getting it from. He had yeah, that little so. thing going on. And, mate, there were some crazy backside pig dog ones. And this is the new... Ho vlog we're talking about now. Yeah. That just the the variety of pig dog that Mason Ho does on those big boards at big pipe, the oh, water nice. angles, all the weird front arm rail grabs and stuff, mate. He's mm. it's so sick to watch. It um is. Santana music, we just had that seventies vibe, heaps of wipeouts, heaps of other pipe warriors mm-hmm. that you didn't always know who they were. Mm-hmm. Um lots of uh, raw footage and Mates, uh, yeah, with a weird little prologue at the end of Mason sort of just whispering Sick. in this bedtime voice to his broken boards in the back of his yard. It's quite strange and, yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. But, mate, I love it. Yeah, Mason awesome. is my favourite. Just back on to Michael Hay. I'm yep. so embarrassed. It's 1982. Oh, there you go. Uh, no, so 1981 was Simon Anderson. Ah, of course. Uh, straight after go. his bells win. Yeah. yeah yep. Sick. Yep. Um, mate, finishing out the vlogs. Eli, Eli Olsen, one of the Pipeline gang. Another Hawaiian vlog. Another Hawaiian. Um, mate, I thought this was the most comprehensive pipe coverage. Uh, he just basically let his cameraman roll and yep, just yep. had footage from everyone of that Valentine swell. Um, yeah, it was it was epic. If you wanted to watch you know, most of the good waves of that Valentine swell, it's pretty much all in this guy's vlog. Um, it was really good. Um, it's pretty weird. He... Um, He's, it seems like he's driving along, filming himself, talking to his vlog, recording, <laughs> whilst he's driving. And I'm like, that's like even one level up from sending a text, isn't it? Just live vlogging and holding the camera himself, it looked like. So, I thought that was a bit strange. He's probably got a huge truck, so it doesn't matter. He's just run over someone else. But um, Didn't think he's old enough to drive. <laughs> that's it. Oh, Mate. Eli Olsen. Sorry, I'm thinking of Eli Henneman. Oh, yeah, that's the, the young one, yeah. yeah. 
But um, no, he absolutely cooked someone like real heavy pipe burning yeah. early in the in the um, vlog, and I was like, oh, that was obviously oh. a okay. I'm a Hawaiian and you're not or something, but it was like a heavy one, you know. It was yeah. big and gnarly. But then near the end, he gets absolutely roasted by a chick bodyboarder on a smoker <laughs> at backdoor, and I thought, oh, that was a bit of karma. That was pretty cool. There you go, one back at no, you. It was uh, yeah, it was uh, a pretty pretty good all round. Yeah, nice vlog. Um, I did notice when he snapped a board and come in. Just like some smoking hot chick walking along and grabs his board and goes and gives it to him. And I thought, and she was in like hardly any clothes, obviously, being Hawaiian. I thought, that doesn't happen to me very often. No. But, uh, maybe I should start snapping more boards. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on beaches where there's actually girls. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And not on the other side of Rottnest where there's one six foot four guy. All right, mate. I think we are going to head towards the end now. I think you've got to speak about Seb in the deck. Stab in the dark, okay. Well, um, Stab in the dark. You've right. got seven Mate, minutes. Can I give a real quick shout out to Ethan Ewing at Halle Eva? Of course you can. Because I saw just a bit of an edit on him. It was like more like a minute or just a few waves. Uh, he was ripping. We're about to run out of batteries too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and another uh, memory card. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, mate. And uh, I just saw it was a good tactic, if that was his tactic, for EE to surf Sunset and Halle Eva more than pipe because obviously it's hard to get a wave out there. Yeah. Might as well hone your skills at the other two that will either guarantee your qualification or get you a good result yep. on the CT. Yeah, I don't reckon he's going to have any problem at pipe any, anyway. Yeah, so I thought that was a, a good thing. And uh, also on that Valentine's swell, which relates to EE, um, uh, I, I noticed that um, Mark Healy, who's no doubt just an alpha male out there, yep. said it took him two and a half hours to get a wave. It was some roll-in um, secondary, he's and it was sick. He's probably sitting out back. He's probably sitting out the back, but it sort of goes to show maybe why EE's not out there, because if it takes Mark well, nearly two and a half hours... I think it takes everyone a lot of time to get a wave, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and mate, on that Valentine's well, Ivan Florence starting to stand out We've got to go to Stab in the Dark, mate, oh, because okay. we're about to run out of battery. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so Stab in the Dark. Well, we know who won, right? So if you are not aware, Stab in the Dark featuring our own Taj Burrow this year. Yep. Did we get an exclusive? No, not really. But, um, mate, I thought it was pretty amusing that he couldn't guess one board. Um, and, and even before it started, I spoke to him and he said, mate, I'm not going to be able to guess one, I bet you. And the word on the street was he was down at uh, Toddy's board store <laughs> just beforehand looking at all these boards trying to do a bit of research. He reckons he didn't even know 13's shapers. So uh, that was pretty funny. Um, and obviously, if you watched it, you realise he didn't actually guess any of the words <laughs> correctly whatsoever. So at least he knew ah. what he's up against. Um, I really enjoyed the story behind Smith's shapes with Geordie. Because uh, that, that, was, that was in that yep. episode. And with his dad being the shaper and how he rated his dad's board, picked at number three or something. And he was always just writing his dad's oh, boards sure off for all those yeah. years, thinking his dad was a kook. And <laughs> so yeah. now, now they're making boards together. So that's really cool. Um, mate, Taj is still making shit waves look good. That's the thing that I really yeah. took away from it. Key takeaway. Yeah, that's you can key. see the shit boards, though. You reckon? Yeah, I could. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, you can see yeah. the good boards. Whether it was editing or whatever, but you could see ones that were sort of bogging a bit of rail or not just cutting through the next turn. It wasn't turn. the TB that you normally could see, but, geez, when he got on a magic sled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck you could tell Yeah yeah. I thought the LSD I, I thought he was surfing Was that sick that, on that lay back Carving hack One he Might did have been The red rail one Wasn't that's it That's the winner Anyway oh, I think, I think LSD been. was number three But Yeah, yeah. Top four 
I took I took that guy's son on a surf mission up north once uh, last last year. I bumped into LSD's son. There you go. He's just roving around the northwest, uh, young skinny eighteen year old. I guess that's dude. LSS. Luke <laughs> Short's son. <laughs> he was a good dude. Took him on a little outer reef mission, and it was pretty cool. But um, mate, uh, back to the guessing of the boards. There was a clip of a, uh, our friend down in the board store, the the man behind the desk there, Sammy Tucker, on the beach. He, he was right onto it. He was right on it. He picked one straight, straight away. Up. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I reckon that one's a so-and-so. And he was yeah. fucking right. So, yeah. Yeah. mate, you need a board. Go right. into the board store. Huge exactly. selection. Sammy Tucker. Sammy Tucker. Doesn't matter. He's fucking blindfolded. Was it a sharp eye that he identified? Or? It, was no. cer- it was certainly one of the boards. He yeah, was, was like, it was a sh- yeah, I thought I it was a Channel like. Islands. Or, I can't remember, but he just straight up, like, I reckon that is that one. Was, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you ever need some help picking a board out? I reckon he's a uh, pretty good yeah. place to start with. Shout out to Ollie Curvan. Local plumber and legend. I don't know what he did, but he got a, a thank yeah, you in the, they in were, the uh, they credits. Yeah, very complimentary yeah, they, uh, to Ollie. So I don't know what they did, but what he did, but uh, I, I love Ollie and uh, he's mm. a legend. So good yeah. on you, Ollie. Whatever yeah, well done for did. whatever he did, probably, mate. Good job. Probably bought beers down the beach or something. Probably bought a couple of jugs for the boys at the <laughs> pub afterwards. <laughs> if you want to say. But, um, mate, one thing was weird. Why did they give him such small boards? Like, I know TV rides small boards, but I can tell you exactly why. Really small. Why? Because they were made for Kelly Slater. Oh, really? That's the word on the street. Why is Kelly Slater surfing so much fucking tiny boards? Because <laughs> he's even taller than Taj. That's a very good question. Has. I don't yeah. know why. Rod's five four twin fins at ten right. But I mean, it was WA. Well, that answers you know WA bit of power. The word on the street was they they made him for Kelly and Kelly pulled out. Oh really? Yeah. What a wanker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, I know Taj actually mentioned something about it. it. Says I'm not giving this back to Kelly or something. Oh okay. In one of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, the other thing that was cool is, um, mate, obviously Taj has been Stab's favourite son ever since they started. He was mates with the editor and all that sort of stuff. So uh, it was good, just good to see a bit of all that historic, um, the, how their uh, their journey's been intertwined yeah, together. No. It was pretty cool. No, absolutely. Um, I think I noticed one thing I really noticed, Taj does a lot less airs these days than he used to. Obviously, he had an ACL just like me not long ago. Yeah. And, you know, you just... Probably just that riskier, more injury-prone type of surfing. He's probably his deciding. calves are always, always for me, his best, best part of his surfing. And I have a note here just saying his fully rounded cut back to the white water is just one of the best. You know how incredible he, with the rebound. Yeah, it's got that rebound. He really whips that rebound so fast. Um, it's a painted Taj style yep. maneuver, yep. and he's still doing them fucking awesome. So that was and those backhand Rios. Yeah, yeah so exactly. Mates, uh, he, he surfed a lot. You mentioned how tired he was all the time. That was really <laughs> funny. Um, and, mate, what it also made me do, it made me want to go back and watch Sabotage and Teddy Bear's Picnic and yep. just got me frothing because they had all glimpses of that through yeah, it as well, yeah. his history and his yep. career. Um, so, it was, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, the winner was Sharp Eye, obviously, Toledo and Kanoa Igarashi's Shaper. Um, Brazilian chap. Brazilian dude. Sounds like a smart dude. It was something like... Yeah, yeah. It was like some chemical engineer he decided yeah. to make boards or something yeah. so obviously knows knows his way around some dimensions and stuff um mate overall it's such a great concept by stab it was a great yep. idea Super fun. what they did uh it was a really good one and i like the last section just with a really cool song and a sort of that happy ending sort of thing so yeah bloody awesome thumbs up i really well enjoyed it yeah what do you give it out of 10 mate um probably a six Oh, yeah, well, the waves weren't high. that good. There was nah, only, I'm I a remember, barrel man. You know? I remember the time it was. Um, yeah, it wasn't a good run. Struggling for you know? waves. Yeah. He got a few, yeah. few nice tubes, but I mean, like, what are you going to do? Compare it to fucking Jamie O'Brien's DVD well, yeah. like ten years ago with twelve foot knee ass and cloud rate, like you know. Yeah. 
He, sni- he sniffs out waves where there's not many around, though. He does. As well. Yeah, um, he's pretty, so pretty cluey. Yeah, good on you, TB yeah, and Stab, for Stab in the Dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, we're about epic. to uh, run out of batteries and also time here today. You're listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're, um, you know, if you're working or whatever, you're bringing a bit of joy to your, your mundane working existence. Um, no, just joking. Now, we are going to talk about uh, oh, Clive Palmer Cup. Timo, nominations. Clive Palmer Cup. Um, might be a bit controversial. And, oh, oh, perfect. We Stop hope it is. Laughing. That's the whole point of this segment. <laughs> People that use single-use plastics, fucking stop it, including myself. So, <laughs> why, uh, would that, why would that be controversial? You're killing the fucking planet, mate. Well, it's not controversial because... No, the controversial part is I'm probably nominating myself because... It's I'm, pretty hard to avoid exclusively. Well, I'm going to take a stance, at least with my well, coffee. Well, you can, you can put... You know, with put, your t- takeaway coffee cups? Yeah, actually, keep cup, mate. I've got a I've got a new Yeti a bit of a plug for the Yeti I've got a new Yeti coffee cup now. Hey, who does uh, Yeti? It's uh, Ant Man Patterson. Paul Ant Man Patterson. So maybe we can hit him up. But anyway, single use <laughs> plastics. Um, uh, South Australia recently announced that they're going to cut single use plastics. So I say good on them. Um, if you, you get takeaway coffee, drink. and you, and I know you're listening there, Tony Saffa. Uh, I see you in the coffee shop. Hey, so, Brew. Uh, I expect to see you walking in with a, a nice new Yeti coffee cup and <laughs> let's do our little bit for the environment. Cool. That's well, a very, um, very good uh, yep, nomination good. there, Adzi. Okay, so I've got one. Um, I don't know her name, but to the fucking nurse that tried to ship me oh. out of the Bunbury Hospital. Ooh. Mate, the Bunbury Hospital was awesome. Had me ACL, stayed overnight. All the nurses were really good, except the one I got in the morning. Was she obviously wasn't abs- a Swedish nurse. No, she was. W- wasn't wasn't the Joker? Remember the Joker in the nurse's outfit? <laughs> she was. Uh, yeah, she was a South African lady. Oh, boo! And mate, bit older. Uh, Don't you know, ugly as a bucket full of assholes. But uh, anyway, mate, she just had no idea what the hell she was doing. Like she got me out of bed. She's trying to pack up my stuff, wheel me out, wheels me out to this room. I put my leg, which is mate, I'm fifteen hours out of surgery or whatever the hell you want. I'm up on this lazy boy thing with my leg up. I've got my backpack with my Yeti one liter drink bottle in it, which is pretty heavy when it's got water in it. Like it's about two kilos and my computer in this backpack and I've got my leg up and I'm feeling all nervous because my leg's just up in the air on this lazy boy thing in this room with other people as all the outpatients are getting ready to leave hospital and I'm feeling a bit prone to someone smacking it. Mate, the nurse comes along with my bag, backpack, and all the stuff on it, on this table, tips the table over, drops all my shit, misses my leg by like a hundred mil, and I'm fucking freaking out. Fuck! Like, mate, if that thing hit my leg, I was like, is that going to snap my new graft in half? Or, mate, put a dent in my Yeti cooler in my drink bottle. I'm I'm stoked it didn't smash my fucking two grand iPad, uh, bloody MacBook, you know? And then... uh, and then she's oh, sorry about that. I'm just like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever, accidents happen. And then she's like, what was I over here to do again? Because I'd already asked her, like, can you take this needle Fuck out of my hand? Fuck up all of your shit. Do I need this needle in my hand anymore? She's like, no, I'll take that out. So she comes over, spills all the shit. Then she goes and walks off, and I'm like, uh, and then she's like, stops. What was I supposed to be doing again? And I'm like, oh, you are going to take that needle out of my hand, weren't you? She's like, oh, yeah, comes over, takes that out. And then two minutes later, I'm like, so what pain meds do I get? And she's like, Oh, when was your last one? Let's have a look. Oh, sorry. I was supposed to give you one of them an hour ago. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, can I have it now? So she gives me a pain med. And then while she's giving the pain med, she's got to read out the the little name tag on my wrist. And uh, and it was a 17th 
had Adam Kennedy, my birthday, the 17th of January. And, uh, mate, it's the 17th of February. And she calls out to the other nurse, oh, look at that. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. I'm like, uh, mate, it's February at the moment. This is all in the space of 10 minutes. No way. And I look at the other lady. coming off a night shift? Mate, well, it was. It was like 7.30 Three in the morning. Three days straight. But, she mate, she wasn't. Slept. Oh, mate, this is all in half an hour. And I'm just, I look at the other nurse like, what the fuck's going on here? And the other nurse just shakes her head. And I'm like, fuck. So whoever that chick was, I nominate her for the Clive Palmer Cup for being Mrs. a shithouse nurse. Mrs. Palmer. Yeah. And I think the Clive Palmer nomination, uh, the cup this week, is going to single-use plastics. Yep, fair call. Mm. Just try not to use them if you can. It's uh, shit for the environment, shit for the oceans. We all spend a lot of time in the ocean. And uh, yeah, mm. try not to use them at all. Sweet. Now... Now to the Adam, positive stuff. Adam Kennedy's favourite part. Yes. Uh, Steve, Steve Irwin. Salute. Oh, Double thumbs up. Fucking crikey. What Come a on. What do you got, Adzi? Uh, mate, I'm just going to give it to Mason Ho for being just a fucking legend and making my sur- uh, surf video watching on the couch all the more colourful. Um, there you go. Yeah, because I just love the way he surfs and loves the way he carries on like a pork chop and yeah, he's just sick. So. He's an energetic little bunny and he yep. does some fun stuff and serves like an absolute demon. Yeah, good nomination. T-Bone. I've got two. I've got two quick ones. I've got one from Dan Wire, which he, which he does talk about in the, the, uh, the interview. Uh, Dr. Dave Jenkins from SurfAid does all that great work up in Indonesia. Yeah, well done, Dave Jenkins and SurfAid. And my other one, um, you know... I don't want to jinx it, but it sounds like we're going to run. If the if the wazzle wasn't running in Australia, the wazzle would be over. I think the the whole shimozzle yeah. would be fucking. They tried as hard as they could, but if it doesn't go in Aussie, it's it's dead. So you have to sort of give the the people from Surfing Australia, and I think Andrew Stark is the is the main man who runs the show. Uh, I'm going to give him my Steve Irwin and all these people that behind the scenes that help that have put the. Um, all the effort into with the governments and New South Wales and WA to bring on uh, four events Yep. starting next month. So well done. Epic. Mate, you since you, uh, you got two Steve Irwins, can I have one go more? Go on, Adam. You can have another one. Okay, sick. Uh, well, let's, let's double up the positives, you know? Yeah, double you, up the positives. Yeah. Uh, mate, I only had one Steve Irwin because the other one was Dan Wise. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's still T for you, mate. Yeah, you still said T. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I We're back. Like, oh, I'm just trying to get the feud going again. We haven't yeah, had anything. Oh, right, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, mate. No, um, Pauline Menza. Oh, the, the bus driver. <laughs> bus yeah. driver in Byron Bay. How good was that story? 93 world champ. Uh, mate, you know, you read a little bit about the story and then you look at the photos Love of it. Mate, I think all West Aussie surfers have a special spot for us. We do. Because we're all and teenagers. I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. When that, we're all teenagers. When the local news came on that the Margaret River surf comp was on oh. and it was fucking 15 foot howling offshore and Over some chick <laughs> just gets caught in the wind and in the oh, lip and goes over the falls. It was fun. the biggest, heaviest wipe out of the comp. Solid 15-footer. Got, oh, got played for years and it was just some Aussie chick called Pauline Menza. So I think for all us West Aussies, we've got a special spot in our heart. We um, do, absolutely. And then you read Pauline a story, Menza. you know, uh, won the world title, um, didn't get any money for winning the world title. She didn't have any sponsors to Not start brass, with. Razzo. Didn't get a she bonus. She wasn't blonde with big boobs. Well, I that's think she that's says, the problem, mate. Look, she wasn't yeah. the most attractive of ladies. That's you know for sure. But uh, and what do you do if you're a company and you want to sell your product? You get the good-looking one who can surf. That I, I understand that. Um, it's just the way the world works. Um, 
But, mate, she was an Aussie battler, yep. no sponsor, no bonus um, from the actual ASP at the time or whoever it was um, to, for winning the world title. Apparently, she uh, won $30,000 that year in prize money and spent twenty five grand on travel and accommodation. Oh. So, she came out with five grand to win the world title. So, they started her friends started a GoFundMe page. Yeah. And I thought, mate, I never do the GoFundMe things. I think I've done one to the fellery. I won't say it, but anyway. Um and, uh, mates, um, I thought, you know what? If I met Pauline Menzer down the pub, I would so happily buy her a cocktail or a beer or whatever <laughs> the hell she wanted. So I'm chucking in 15 bucks to uh, buy her a beer. And uh, I think it's up to about 20. They wanted to, it's supposed to be 25 grand or something. Oh, the 25 grand to cover her uh, costs for the year. That was the yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. So okay. They, their aim was 25 grand and it's gone past that now. So Has it? Yeah. So if you want to chuck in, if Most you want to buy gentlemen. Pauline Menzer a beer, Buy um, Polly Menzer a beer. She's a fucking world fucking champion. Fucking legend. I think she said that, I read this morning that anything over 25 grand, she's given a charity or some shit anyway. Yeah, that's mate, exactly the kind of thing that Polly Menzer would do. Yeah, but she shouldn't. She should keep it. She deserves yep. it. Awesome. So that was cool. So that's me second, Steve Irwin. Salute. What about you, Namu? Steve Irwin? Um, yeah, well, I've got one uh, for the the amazing staff, doctors, nurses, orderlies, etc. at Busselton Hospital. I had a bit of a turn this week and I... Uh, Better than the Bunbury Hospital, obviously. Yeah, found myself in the Busso Hospital and uh, they looked after me out there and I'd have a cardio version on the old uh, ticker. And right. um, they, yeah, they, they did an amazing job and they were really friendly and helpful and all the rest of it, so... Thank you very much to the Bustleton Hospital staff and uh, yeah, really appreciate all your efforts there and uh, all the emergency workers in general because they do an incredible job around our state and our nation. But I think this week, the Clive Palmer, uh, sorry, (laughs) shouldn't say the Clive Palmer, the Steve Irwin salute goes to Pauline fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, what a ripper. Good on you, Pauline. You're an absolute champion and uh, yeah, put a couple of bucks in the GoFundMe page for uh, Pauline, get her a... Yeah. Buy a couple of beers and probably put some money towards charity as well. Uh, all right, T-Bone, last words? No, mate. Um, look forward to some more swell and, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, the Ausleg. Mm. Bring it on. Cool. And more swell in reference to the big swell that we just had. We had a thumping big swell just a couple of days ago. Did you guys get we a piece did. of that? Um, yeah. Tried no. to. But, uh, no, surf the day after. I think oh yeah, was day after is always day yeah. after is always the best day. You know me, day. mate. I'm yeah. uh, not very good at surfing. I well, don't like the big waves. So. I'll give a shout out to a absolute underground core lord who doesn't even have a mobile. Definitely wouldn't listen to the podcast. Uh, his name's Big Doddy. He's uh, he's down from Gracetown Way. He's just a big, quiet human who gets up in the dark and paddles out to outer reefs and gets tubed and he uh yeah got some hell pits down at the queen of the coast in Greystown. beautiful and uh in the dark before the crowds got i spoke to him and he said he got four in a row stand up pits and spat nice. out so shout out to him and apparently taj got a couple of good ones and also shane gts george shane george uh, yeah, i believe uh, a certain t bonus was out that day and uh oh yeah you were out there that day when you said to save my life <laughs> yeah you need to be out with big dotty at 4 30 mate that's why yeah, yeah. I, I I believe that the crowd situation is next level out yeah. there now. So, but that that bodyboard like pipeline situation where you've got to be got a good part of the packing order to get a wave out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At the Queen but, of the Coast, um, mate, um, Scott Bauer put up a video of that guy Shane GDS George. He yep. loves these old Holdens. That's why he's called GDS Shane. Okay, uh, he lives in Margie. He's been there forever. Legend charging bodyboarder. And he gets this wave, doesn't make it, gets exploded by the lip. I don't know if you <laughs> saw it. And, mate, he gets so exploded that you see him fly up into the air in front <laughs> of the lip, 
upside down, no flippers on. Blew both his flippers off instantly. So that <laughs> no, was it doesn't cool. take much. Listen, his flippers. They're not no, strapped no. on. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so, yeah, last... the big swell anyway. I, I didn't surf it, but, uh, yeah, uh, I just thought it was bit, pretty exciting when a big yeah, swell hits the coast. You know, like everyone got amongst it. Yeah. Um, and uh, Lee Fiorentino from Busso. Shout out to Lee the plumber who apparently stroked into a couple of double bubble bombs at Michael Bublé's house. Double bubbles hey, at Michael Bublé's. Just while we're, we're shouting people out, I'll give a shout out to our good friend Wazza Boys. actually uh, Wazza had Boys. a bit of an injury, um, surfing a, a right-hand slab um, just up the road here and uh, luckily he didn't split his head open. But uh, had did, he, did he injure his neck from that hair flick? I saw him get a help <laughs> oh. hit no, doing he's a hair flick. short now. Oh, so, okay. It uh, must have been an old clip. I thought, geez, yeah, he's put his neck out. Damaged his, uh, <laughs> damaged his shoulder and his neck and uh, yeah, lucky lucky he didn't, uh, he didn't crack his head open. Oh, really? So, uh, oh, was That's was the boys from Coastal Life Surf Shop in yep. Bustleton, if you're wondering. Um, yep. All right, last words, Azzy. Oh, mate, or was I that it? I, yeah, I think I've had enough words, I haven't I? I think you've had enough words, yeah, as usual. <laughs> um, so we're going to round this one out now. It's been an absolute pleasure, boys. Thanks for joining us, uh, T-Bone and Adzi. My name is Namu, and uh, we'll see you next time on Barrel Surf Podcast. Yeah.